Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I gotta tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. So it's about 10.30, um, we finished recording about an hour ago, and uh, as we were wrapping up, we found out about the DeMar Hamlin um, situation in Cincy, and um, fuck, I, don't, I really don't know what to say. This is like, you know, sometimes something hard happens, and you talk about it, and you kind of if it's possible to put it this way, you do a good job of summing up your feelings and people say, Hey, thanks for finding the right words or whatever it is. But like, I, I really don't know what to say. I'll give it a shot. Um, we have a pack pod coming up with all the playoff scenarios and all the, uh, the rundown from what happened week 17 of the NFL season, but all that feels pretty insignificant insig- right now. And it, probably is going to feel pretty insignificant to listen to the pod after this. I, I pray that at this point, you know, uh, although we haven't heard anything about DeMar Hamlin in what seems like seven hours, but it's been an hour since he's been at the hospital, I guess, at Buffalo. I'm not going to speculate on what happened to him. Obviously, we know it wasn't a head injury. Um, we think it's a chest injury, but anything beyond that's kind of speculation. Um, I, I pray that by the time you guys hear this podcast that he's okay. But I also know as a guy who played the game and um, every time I see somebody down on the field getting um, put on a back backboard or being immobilized or get putting a neck brace on, getting into an ambulance, I've seen it happen a number of times I the thought goes through my head like somebody's gonna die one day playing this game and um, I hope it's not tonight I really do but that seems like kind of a real possibility when you hear that somebody's without a pulse or with a pulse but not breathing on their own uh, on the, the ambulance ride over to the uh, the hospital and DeMar Hamlin um, was joined by his family on the way to the uh, the hospital, and I couldn't help but think about my parents and 
you know, like what they would be going through in that situation. Like, obviously you think from the perspective of the player, I, I, I played a position where these enormous collisions didn't happen as much, but we ran to the ball too. And I've been hit pretty hard and um, I've hit people hard and, you know, it's a high stakes fucking game out there. Like we are competing and not just our livelihoods, but our lives could possibly be in danger. Um, in the immediacy, not down the line. We already know football can kill you uh, quicker than, than if you didn't play. But in the moment to hear that somebody was receiving CPR on the field, like totally unprecedented for me. And I, you know, even as somebody like who played the game and is trying to put myself in the situation uh, that some of these players were in on the field, and, like the prospect of playing or not playing, like when you see somebody's chest getting pumped, it's one of the most, like you don't forget it. You know, anybody that's seen somebody getting CPR who looked like they needed it, and that's pretty much anybody who's getting CPR, like, you know, it's it's life or death on a level. Anybody that's seen that, uh, it's really hard to go back to whatever you were doing. Now imagine you got to go back to playing football. Um, you know, I heard somebody say, like, hey, the safest place to – for this, something like this to happen would be on a football field. There's so many team doctors, there's so many trainers, there's medical personnel, they have all the equipment. But the irony of that statement is that this is pretty much the only place that I feel like this happens. Uh, I'm not going to, no matter what the, the outcome is, for DeMar, gonna be one of these people that says like, football should not be played this is a game that we take a tremendous risk to play. Uh, I took the risk. Guys are going to keep taking the risk. The fact that this is unprecedented or doesn't happen a lot or it never happens doesn't soften the blow. Um, I don't know the kid. He's 24 years old. Uh, but I am definitely thinking about him and his family right now, and I just try to imagine – you know, I talked to my parents just a little bit ago. My mom used to fucking get on a red eye to come watch me play in St. Louis every Sunday after going to my brother's game and just on Saturday nights and just having to – and then to watch me and my brother play for a long time in the NFL. Just being a parent of somebody who's playing a high, high injury rate, high collision sport, it's fucking crazy. And then the worst nightmare is riding with your son – who's not breathing on his own to the, the hospital. It's just unfathomable to me. So um, thinking about the family of DeMar Hamlin, I'm thinking about DeMar Hamlin, and I'm going to go home now. Uh, I've been sitting in the studio just hoping to hear something so we could wrap this up. But more than anything, I've just been frozen, you know, like most people. I think we've just been sitting around watching ESPN's coverage of this. ESPN, I think, has done a really nice job of keeping the ball in the air at a time when everybody's staring at the TV like, what do we do now? Obviously, what we do now is we worry about football later, but I thought that Booger, Lisa Salters, Adam Schefter, Susie Kolber, uh, Scott Van Pelt, Ryan Clark, like everybody I saw on TV did a really nice job. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, of just trying to 
trying to I, I i don't know what the objective is and i think that's why i was empathetic to the people that were trying to call the game or talk about the game because like we don't even know what what's the move here you know just throw on some replays talk about the injury talk in circles about the injury and how terrible it is at, at some point there's not a lot you can say so i thought that just to be able to to steer us out of this thing and they're still talking about it now um you know i feel for the people that were on the broadcast i feel for the players man seeing stefan diggs crying seeing tredavious white crying seeing josh allen with his hands clasped over his face those are very real feelings that we we sometimes feel as football players but i have never seen a player get a you know, teammate getting his chest pumped on the field and uh as i said before i can only imagine having to think about going back to playing football. I'm not going to be one of these people that's going to dissect what the NFL should have done, this, that, and third. Like, I don't have the energy for it. Just just hoping this kid's okay. And I think, like, if there's anything you take from this is, like, human life is so important. I mean, it's so important. Sometimes we go about our day and we argue about a bunch of shit and we we cheer about the football game. And this is all anybody could think about today was, like, this big Monday night game. We are obsessed with football right now, but look how quickly everybody was willing to to grind that to a screeching halt because somebody's life's in danger. And I think sometimes we should remind ourselves of the value of human life and um, and just how important each person is that's on this football field. You know, Ryan Clark was saying it earlier, people should remember this when a guy's hurt um, and we trivialize it or we talk, you know, gratuitously bad about somebody who's out there on the field like guys are out there risking their fucking lives for your entertainment and they are paid handsomely and they should be because this is the most dangerous sport um in this is the most dangerous professional sport in 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 in, in america i somewhere they're doing I mean, boxing's really dangerous too right okay so boxing's but the the most dangerous popular sport in america i've we're going to get, get in trouble with some boxing fans, but this is a really dangerous game. And so when guys are out there, just realize that this is what could happen, some variation of this. Hoping, hoping DeMar is okay. Um, and just the value of human life is so apparent. You know, every fan across the NFL, no matter who was playing in that game, whether it was Pittsburgh, Baltimore, San Francisco, Vegas, like, you know, wh whatever, San Francisco, L.A., like, as bad as a rival could it could be fucking ohio state michigan if a player is getting cpr on the field and leaves in an ambulance everybody stops what they're doing i i don't mean to give people a cookie for for having some humanity but it is a reminder that we do have it in us and i think everybody's really hurt watching this i hope you know we remember this feeling because it's way bigger than sports um so praying for damar all right, here goes nothing. Uh, it's a fun pod. We had we had a good time. There's a lot of crazy situations right now from the from a playoff standpoint, and plenty to talk about. So if you do want to get your mind off of what happened last night, or you just want to continue to talk, you know, hear us talk ball, enjoy the pod. Good old fashioned layup line, guys. Take these broken wings and learn to fly again. Learn to live so free. You know the words, making. I'd love to back you up. I was just dancing to it. I don't actually know the words. Mr. Mr. Broken is the song called Broken Wings. 
Oh, it's right here in front of me. Broken, broken wings. wings. Yeah. The Grand Theft Auto. And when we hear the voices sing, the book of love will open up and let us in. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So Mr. that Mr. Mister. So Poe is back. So they they mended his broken wings, and uh, I'm gonna make that the layup line. The good old fashioned layup line. Good for you. Uh, because Poe, they didn't brought help him out. Much. No, I didn't. But thankfully, um, I thought you were Chase alluding Long. to the Jets. Uh huh. I thought you were alluding to the Jets. Wow. No, no, their wings that's, are broken. That's brutal. Their okay. wings are broken for sure. They're I not thought getting... you were talking about your bird from the Bahamas. <laughs> no, 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 no. Damn well, near bird... midnight up yeah, in the Yeah, it just kept getting delayed and delayed. Yeah, you were talking about my plane in New York. Wow. Your plane got delayed? My plane, I took my plane on time. We did laugh. We did circles around New York, and then they took us to Dulles. Oh, never and then you had never. to sit in Dulles for a while. Yeah, for two hours, and then I got. Isn't a that the car worst? Just I let me go. Yeah, I drove. Let me off the plane. I got home at midnight. I, I got to New York where I had work in the morning, and I, I arrived at what I thought was my hotel, but it was three blocks away from my hotel, mm. and it's New three Year's blocks. Eve in Times Square area, which, as you can imagine, was a nightmare. And I got out of the car like. It was a zombie movie. People are all running in one direction towards a giant light down that way somewhere, yeah. which, which I knew to be the ball. And I typed in my thing on on the map, and there's there's blockades and there's police everywhere. Police horses. I probably. had to share. There was I didn't mm. see any horses. I would have been a lot happier if I did. Yeah. But I've got something to say. I ended now. up getting to my hotel, uh, which was good. So yeah. Times Square uh, can make wings. you feel pretty. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So I have uh, I have a I have a page open on my notes app for the for the pod, and I've been wanting to get to this for a long time. Mm. There needs to be a, uh, a a professional sports franchise with the nickname the Horses, mm. and then when when you're uh, when you're winning, you're about to win, you can say, Nay 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 <laughs> nay, <laughs> nay 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 Jesus Christ nay 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 goodbye. goodbye. Not that, bad, huh? That is what you had to say next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're talking about the horses <laughs> yeah, yeah, in Times Square. Sense. That makes sense. Yeah. There were horses on the beach in the Bahamas as well. Oh, cool. That's Wild a ones. Dynamite segue into the, <laughs> my Bahamas trip. Uh yeah, they were no, they were uh, domesticated. A okay. bunch of little kids. A <laughs> <laughs> bunch of little kids were riding them. Um yeah, no, I'm back from the Bahamas. It is uh, Monday night. I apologize about the uh, the Tuesday morning drop, but um you know, it wasn't going to be the same without the fellas in the room together. So I appreciate the dudes working the graveyard shift here. Um, Wouldn't miss it. Yeah, well. That it is. We are dead men. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I thought you didn't like that. You, don't like, you yeah. don't like that. Um, Did you have any clicks? Uh, I had a couple click lights. I had, clicks are good. Man, I got obliterated at this place called Daddy Joe's yesterday, like during the daytime. I don't know if you guys, as you get older, become more day drinkers. Like, I'll get hammered during the day. <laughs> And then, like, I'm, I'm hungover by 10 p.m. and ready to go to sleep. Like, that's my new move. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I uh, found the only sports bar in the Bahamas. I had one TV. People were talking this place up like it was fucking Damon's. <laughs> Damon's. Yeah, it was a local joke. Were you? But there was, I was like, how many TVs? <laughs> I Man, I, was, I had all my stuff packed. I was ready to go because, of course, at the hotel, um, which if it were the White Lotus, uh, and Kyle, you, you started to watch White Lotus. Yeah, I saw a lot of white. So you know the the guy in season one that uh, he's really tough on the staff. You know the kind of fucking dorky guys with um, yeah the Dario. Dario. Yeah, um, dorky guy. I'm like the opposite he's not of that a dorky guy. guy. I will let you fuck up my trip. I am too afraid to like impose my will on the staff. This hotel was like an iPhone with a virus. You know when you need an an update and your iPhone's just acting all fucking crazy. 
uh, like like the, the lights were turning on in the middle of the night. There were no lights the first couple of nights. They had to bring in lamps wow. for me and my family. Yeah, I mean, it's first world, first world problems here, but we um, we made the most of it. We um, we were in Exuma. It was really nice. Um, and uh, I missed you guys, but I couldn't watch any of the fucking games Saturday night. I had to fucking just refresh the score app to see the uh, college football, see what was happening with college football. Evidently, two pretty good ball games. Oh, they were awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and then Sunday, I was supposed to go to the sports bar, and the locals were talking this place up. Like I said, it was like it was Damon's, and there was just one TV in there. The guy just gave me the remote. I was controlling the Direct TV. <laughs> I was ordering drinks. Oh well, Direct TV at least. Yeah, at least you Direct pop TV. around. Well, no, they didn't have Sunday ticket naturally, oh. and the place didn't open till fucking two, which makes no sense. Any mm. self-respecting sports bar. I feel like the Bahamas is close enough to uh, the United States to probably have a place that. Yeah, like don't is, their tourists like NFL? Yeah, right. You would you would think absolutely. Yeah, you would think so. I'm back. I am happy to be back, and yeah. uh, my computer's not working. Go you ahead. Where I, where I. Uh, this is it, Kenny Loggins. Sorry, man. Can I hate just because. Just because. Tonight is uh, the deciding game in the in the long family fantasy football league. Oh, we would turn it down so the people can hear you talk. You're just talking over Kenny Loggins. No, it's kind of you know. Okay, it's got a it. 26 point. Uh, necessity between T. Higgins and Josh Allen. I need it tonight. You'll get it. You only need 26, 26? and you got those two? Yeah, you're good. Maybe, so. Oh. Gucci. Who are you going to beat? Um, I'm going to be... Did you hear me say beat? I said beat. beat. Who are you going to beat? beat? We're not, you know, you're not getting ready to play Mario Kart. Champion. <laughs> who's, who, are you, who, who are you playing, bro? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you don't know? Just okay. somebody in the family? It's somebody whose name is not Speaking Wong. of somebody in the family, my dad had the audacity to mention... Um, me talking about jacking off on the pod, he was like, yeah, that, that's a little tough for me. Oh, uh, yeah? And I was like, yeah, how did you think I felt when you were uh, killing guys in Broken Arrow? It's the uh, same thing. I'm just, I'm playing a part. As what about killing sperm? No, what I'm saying is it's just not, it's not the people? real me. It's not the real me. The, just like that, it, that guy driving around in the car with John Travolta wasn't the, you. The Terry Hatcher years weren't easy on you guys. That wasn't easy not on me. Y'all had to go to school after that. Yeah, guy wants to talk about joke about spanking it as mm. if I would, but guy joking about spanking it and it's you know. I've let go of a face palm of embarrassing my my family, my friends, yeah. professional relationships, mm-hmm. but I still think about Big Howie from time to time when yeah, I say no, things on this pod. No, I, I honestly, if you think about like who your your pod conscious is, yeah, because everybody has like a pod conscience that think, does podcasting, like who's. I think about like I think mine's Howie Long. Yeah, Howie Long a lot. You? Uh, Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> you think about Wayne Gretzky? <laughs> he, uh, good good news. He's not I bet listening. He's a fan of the show. He's not listening. Um, okay. Also a day drinker. So the first thing before we get into America's teams, Here we can go. we get this out of the way? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna try to be real for one of the first times. Okay. On the show. Okay. Would you like to start? Well, I, I was um I was very fortunate. Uh, Thursday night time machine, which was at one point, I'm like Mike Tomlin, honestly. I'm the Mike Tomlin of this thing. If I, you know, minus Hall the minus the streak of consistency, I've never won Thursday night time machine in this sh- in this show's uh, short history. I know it feels longer than a short history, but it's short <laughs> history. Um, and so I owed uh, last year, um, and I was about to lose this year. Uh, was down seven to two. The penalty, of course, is. Um, Waffle House, 24 hours. And uh, I'm thinking here, I'm gonna be going to the Waffle House for 48 hours in January. And uh, my only hope down seven to five Thursday was hitting the score right on the head. 
27-13 Cowboys was my play. Macon went 24-13, and it was incredible. Uh, I actually was able to watch the game on my wife's phone, and uh, I got to tell you, that was one of the best moments of my 2022, watching that thing. I was giddy. I was I was just giggling like a fucking child, moving around in my bed, kicking my legs and shit like I'd been on the airplane too long, and Meg was just laying there like, what's going on, honey? Yeah. Um so up seven to two, I stopped trying. That's okay. That well, that's that's for serious. Okay. I I stopped checking to see <laughs> if the count was right. Yes. In the dot. I so did I, dude. Honestly, I thought I was out of it. Yeah. To be fair. So we might want to do a little forensic accounting of the entire effort. Oh, you want to recount? One. You're one. questioning the validity. Well, of I'm this. also congratulating my friend County? here. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> congratulating my friend. That uh, it was. It was epic. As I texted like you, my flight path getting home. A, 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 a sick, line. sick, sicko part of me. I, I don't. I didn't want it to happen. I didn't want it to end that way. I wanted it to get to twenty seven thirteen, yeah. and then end in in a heartbreaking. Yeah, fashion you wanted me to yeah get my for, heart broken for, for you. And then hey, we're not going to be the first people <laughs> to ever do a Waffle House challenge. Clearly. Uh, probably not the first to ever do it no, together. But the two t- really, you don't think two people have ever done it together? I can guarantee you. Nobody has gone in with more fear. Oh, yeah. You should be afraid. It is not fucking, it's not a joke. Uh, and think of any synonym of fear that that, that, that comes to your dread. brain. Dread. I mean, my, my wife and I are talking That's about true. getting Thank you. Uh, overnight help for the kids. Like, we're talking about maybe sending them off to a hotel. Yeah. Like, this is going to be bad. And it's not just the 24 in there. It's the 24 leading up. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be the 72 afterward. Yeah. It's all awful. But congratulations to you. Thank you. Fuck Mike Vrabel, ass. Um, had three timeouts they <laughs> left on the table. Didn't use goddamn one. It was the coolest. Oh, my God, everything. It was just it was amazing. And you know what the best part about this? We're going to both go to the Waffle House uh, for up to 24 hours. I, I have the choice to like eat 10, 12 waffles and leave you there for the last six to eight hours. Well, uh, buddy, Are, as do you think I, you're going to eat waffles? I, I sometimes I have this vision where I could just like stack six. All right? It doesn't work. I promise you. Bro, I know. I know. But I'm just when saying that like monkey I have jumped on my back, five, six waffles in the first five or six. And this is for me. We're like, hey, clockwork. Did you end number up doing seven was like 10 or 13 waffles. I did 12, I think, or 13. 13 waffles in, in I 11 hours. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Got up out of there. Came home and walked in the driveway for like an hour and a half until I had to shit. And then I, <laughs> I might have to make a request of like time of start. That's what they do in Japan too. You know, after big meals, they'll just go for a walk. It's Eastern but, tradition. Everywhere except for here. <laughs> I think everywhere but America, people are like, this is good for digestion. Have a cigarette and a walk? <laughs> this is my version of living in Tokyo. Oh. We go have a good sit here in America. Man, we are going to have a great time is all I'm saying. And we're going to record. We're going to do we something. Do we Do we have to do a 24-hour Waffle House? Yeah, well, it's a live stream. The live entire stream thing. the entire entire thing. Longest uh, sports podcast in history. 24 hours. Got to be. My, hey, my... Uh, What's the over-under, Matt? Start working on the over-under for waffles that Megan's going to eat. My, uh, my, my... Seven my, and a half. Seven and a half. Wow, I'm taking the under. Word got to my uh, my parents. Oh yeah, before I could tell <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Made for a. That's gonna be fun. Lovely. All right. Conversation. Should we go to America's teams? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And one hot tip for all the dudes out there on family vacations, the Zen kept me alive uh, during my trip down to the Bahamas. I packed a whole log of Zen. Uh, but when you look at your family photos, if you have a Zen in your upper lip or maybe two sixes, you kind of look like you have filler mm. in your upper lip. You start looking like uh, one of these 40-somethings that that plastic their face Simon up Cowell. a little bit. Simon Cowell. Can I, sh- can I show you something real quick? Dane Cook. You didn't, even, try not to you didn't laugh. think about it? No, I didn't think about it. Look at this. <laughs> you look like an idiot, man. Look how stupid I look. Wow. I'm like, look, we're on a fucking sandbar. It's the perfect and you're family You're the one photo. taking the picture. I'm it's the a one selfie. taking the picture. You didn't look well, at yourself. Well, no, it's too bright out. Look at this. Hey, Matt, look at my face, bro. I <laughs> <laughs> look so stupid. It's ridiculous. I don't even want to share the picture. Uh, People are just gonna have to wonder what we're you laughing. Should go the at. other way and just like use it as your header photo. Oh no, I, I, I could not, it dude. It looks like I have lip filler in. So yeah, dudes on vacation with Zen. If you gotta take a family photo, pop that thing out. Okay, America's teams. Who wants to lead off? I'm gonna let y'all lead off. I'll, I'll lead off. Okay, Cal. America's teams. The backup quarterback. Mmm. Well, that's and, good, Cal. You know, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, third string. Highest QBR since becoming a starter. Blaine Gabbert and his brother, they saw a helicopter crash while they heard one while they were on jet skis. And if you hear a helicopter crash while you're on jet skis, that speaks to the significance of the volume. How many capes we given him? I don't know, but I'm not done yet. Jared Stidham, eight. Three. Pipe down for just a second. You just All drive right, your jet ski over. I wish a Blaine Gabbert, it was great, but you get 20 seconds. Jared Stidham. We'll get back to look this. Looked better than decent, Jared yeah. Stidham. Mike White. Turned into a pumpkin. Cooper Rush, he put the Cowboys in this position. Yes, that he they're did. In. Yeah, he did. Um, well, let's talk Tom about Brady was a backup. Aaron Rodgers was a backup. Kenny Pickett. Uh, the second one would be the Green Bay Packers. Everybody loves to hate Aaron Rodgers. Everybody loves to hate the Packers because they always seem to be around. They're like Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't run fast enough away from Freddy Krueger because mm-hmm. they will catch you. NFC North can't run fast enough away um, from Number three, the cops. There's dip on my finger. The cops cops on New Year's Eve. You smell like high school right now. The cops (laughs) on New Year's Eve. Well, I took a shower, so I might be Old Spice. Yeah. You have a bath bomb in there? Uh, The cops on New Year's Eve in Times Square, of which Mm. there were many. And they all seemed to be about 15 years old. And they all had... Weapons. I no was like, horses. Were they suspicious there were no of horses? You? They were all fifteen years old. Yeah, and I, they were. It's a good question, Matt, because I was That's walking question, to the hotel. Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, I was walking to the hotel with a bag and a hoodie and a beanie on, and I was like the only person that was not partying in in Times Square. I'm like, oh, this is definitely the guy who's going to do something bad. To they me. were like, hey, Sketchball, where are you going? You know, they asked you that a lot. No, but I, I was staring at the ground. <laughs> you were projecting. Um, yeah, that's, you know who'd make a great cop? Can I tell you who'd make a great cop? I know you want to get on with the America's teams, but John Harbaugh. Yeah, he mm-hmm. just has mm-hmm. a like a cop face. CIA, you know, one of the one of the maybe the good ones that do community policing has been in the same place for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think you just slap a a white hat with a black brim on there and a fucking badge. I can see that. Yeah, he would be a good he'd be good cop for sure. John Harbaugh. <laughs> Also going to be an NFL coach next year, potentially. Uh, wheels up. Bad he's, cop, he's, Mike Vrabel. He's thinking of Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Mike right Vrabel now. will pull you the fuck out of your car. Yeah, yeah Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, Is that who he said? Yeah, I'm he thinking said of John. I Harbaugh. said John. Oh, I'm thinking, I think John Harbaugh's bad cop. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, jo- 
you think John John Harbaugh? What kind of offseason program he runs in Baltimore? Kyle, and are you inferring that Jim Harbaugh would be a good Kyle? Yes, he has sleepovers. No chance. Just just taking everybody's children. John Harbaugh goes to Baldhead Island. Jim Harbaugh goes on. You guys can't take care of these kids. I'm a cop and and I run a fucking foster home. And thanks for clarifying because I thought he was talking about Jim wouldn't de-escalate. You know. Taking yeah. those timeouts. No, Jim's fun. Hey, what the fuck's going on over there? I'm not wasting my time with you, good. NFL okay. coaches as cops. Number so four. We got ourselves a segment. Number four, wheels up, because there's a lot of wheels up agreements being made right now by eliminated players and their wives uh, mm. because plans are being made. Oh, wheels up. Yeah. They well, do don't use course. wheels up. Or yeah. do. Or, you know, give us a deal. Maybe we can have some kind of code we can get. Oh, we're not a wheels up podcast. Yeah, we're wheels down. Number five, yeah, the Jets. Patriots. Period. It's patriotic. Speaking of wheels up, there was a, a guy from MSNBC or CNN that was complaining about kids on airplanes this mm-hmm. week. Yeah, he was saying no kids in first class, making you seem like a no kids in first I class guy. That one time. Not as not as a now parent. Okay. Whatever yeah. you need to do. Yeah. I tweeted that to at get one through. time. We got a lot of flack for it, but now I support Damn, it. you used to be that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, well, I can admit it. Well, redemption is a beautiful I thing. I didn't have kids. Okay, so you're through the America's teams now? I'm through it. Okay, mate. Okay, hailing from New Orleans, Louisiana, the uh, four-lane rolling green wave. How about it? Bro, can we put that joke in the rafters? People How about were, it, huh? People were uh, people were were lauding you, but asking you to put it in the rafters. Were they really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were kind of doing a Big Ben thing, like just hey, one more, like take your victory lap, but like let's. All I was seeing was the lauding. <laughs> no, there were a couple people that were like, "Can we, can okay. we hang it in the rafters now?" In a good way. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like it's just time. I was so excited that I, I tweeted six lane. You Did know? you really? Well, I mean, it's not every day you win the line. I didn't watch the game. Cotton uh, Bowl. Cotton Bowl. It was a Cotton Bowl. Forty six, forty five over yeah. uh, SC. They needed. Let me just tell you something about yeah. it. Um, sure, forty five thirty Trojans mm. with four minutes to go. Mm-hmm. A, a big chunker. Mm-hmm. You score forty five thirty seven yep. down eight. Extend the game as long as yep. possible. Kickoff goes to the one, and my guy calls for a fair catch, which you can do. Mm-hmm. You can do, and then it goes out to the 25. Yeah. But he bobbles it out of bounds. No, safety. No, ball's down at the one. Down Next the, oh, play. Okay, I thought he was out of the back. Yeah. First and 10 from the one, safety. Oh, wow. 45-39, uh, get the ball back, come down, score with a few seconds left on a on a So people were probably catch. complaining about them going for two, and then they got two. I don't. Well, not, no, I think not Willie, going for two on the the the, the first maybe, touchdown. Maybe, but it was yeah. the right call. You yeah, got to yeah. prolong the ball game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Willie Fritz, Tulane goes to twelve and two or something like that. Awesome, awesome game. Good Congrats to the guys. Green Wave. Uh, New York Giants. New York Giants are going Jeez. to the playoffs for the first time in a long time. Um, you might remember the the boat scandal of uh, the Odell Beckham. Oh, I remember the boat scandal era. Um, Is that twenty sixteen? Yeah, the last time the Giants made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and speaking of backup quarterbacks, Terod uh, is probably going to put the uh, Dallas Cowboys in that one seed <laughs> next week when he takes the reins to play the the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. Is it is it a certainty that Daniel's not going to play? Not a certainty, but the Giants are locked into the six. Let's talk about this right now. Okay, they're locked Easy. in. And Gi- it's a bye week. Bye week. I know, not but, but that's not in, that's not what they did. The, the Super Bowl week. year, two thousand eleven, whatever, or seven. Uh, it was the, the year that, that the Pats undefeated, were yeah. undefeated, and they played them tough. Week seventeen, they and played then, their guys. 
course, that was Tom Coughlin. Now, right. if you're if you're the the Giants, speaking of Tom, <laughs> Lynn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. We're gonna talk about Mike Tomlin. Did you get it? I coughed. I had a cough. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Right. That's good. Okay, yeah, we're gonna yeah, keep, keep that in the in. show yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, I I, I kind of wonder, um, you know. Are they kind of like going to try to stick it to the Eagles? I mean, would you rather have the? Would you rather have to travel to to see the Cowboys? I mean, you have to travel to see both of them. But would you rather put the Eagles, who beat the dog shit out of you the first, the first uh, time they played, would you rather play them tough, stay sharp, and possibly ruin their January? Nah. I mean, what if somebody gets hurt? I yeah, mean, no, it's a big what if that a lot of coaches are going to have to ask themselves this weekend. The Giants don't have a, a ton of studs. God forbid somebody got hurt in a what amounts to a meaningless game for New York. And that's what Brian Dable said today, that we'll do what's best for our team. We're not uh, going to worry about anybody else. We're going to do what's best what, for us. What's best for a lot of these coaches thinks what, what's best for the team is maybe so. trot these guys out and get the reps. That would, that would surprise me. Yeah. To, have yeah, a, to have I, a bye week this, way, this late and not show Philly anything either because Philly would be most likely the round two matchup if yeah, they got right. by Minnesota. I asked right. Bill Cower this Which exact they question this weekend, and Bill Cower was adamant about the fact that he was like, I'm, are you kidding me? He was like, Jerome Bettis, I'm going to rest him. You know, like if well, Jerome I, Bettis well, had to like, get an ice tub as every an morning. example. Yeah. He was like, yeah. there are a lot of players like that that yeah. aren't no, as well known as Jerome yeah. Bettis that make up a roster yeah. that are important. And if you want to rest them, you're going to get them healthy. Listen, do it. If Jalen Hurts plays, he could and be a little rusty. And, and I mean, Bill Cowers is old school as it gets. There's no guarantee that game looks anything like the game, even if they rest some guys. There's no guarantee it looks like the, the first game. My third America's <laughs> team is Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns went into LeBron's team, Hyattsville, Landover, Raljan, Maryland, and beat the Commanders in a must-win game. And I'm sure we'll talk about this later. But uh, tough optics for Riverboat Ron, um, seemingly yeah. not knowing if they were yeah. they were potentially eliminated. If um, I'm right if the there Packers with got the Vikings, Ron. all all that matters is winning. You would be surprised how many coaches trotted Carson out there and lost is a thing. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that, that's a that, judgment call that he can be called on because it's a terrible decision and Carson is a sitting duck back there and, and threw a lot of ducks out there. I think it just more illustrates the fact that a lot of coaches, their yeah, heads are up their asses on what needs to happen outside of them controlling their own destinies. And that plays out if you've been on a team that's talking about going to the playoffs. And I'm not absolving Ron Rivera because it's a bad look. But, like, you know, when you're getting ready for the playoffs, coaches are so tunnel vision, and they almost, like, overset that example. You know, it's going to be interesting this weekend. There's a lot of, hey, don't watch that game. Like, we'll talk about the Lions in Turn a little that bit. Game off don't the watch room. that that Seahawks game. Or are you watching the Seahawks game? Different ways you can go about it. Chargers, number four. They uh, they get to 10-6. and six. I was a, a dummy and thought that the Rams were going to keep – Putting up points and trying hard with McVeigh and Baker, and they did. Yeah. But the but the Chargers uh, just over overmatched them. Uh, Austin Eckler's a beast. Eckler one twenty two on the ground. Mike Williams seven for ninety four in the air. Uh, it was an impressive performance. They're clicking a little bit. They're clicking a little bit, and it's nice to see. They're getting and healthy. Slater might be coming back. Not good for Kansas oh, City. Really? See, Kansas City might have to see them in the second round. Slater might be coming back in the playoffs. Yeah, and and uh, sorry, Bosa as well. Huge, yeah, yeah, and I didn't know that when I I don't think that would have been the difference. Maybe not. I just don't think the Rams were ready to play. I'm going to round out America's teams with Tulane uh, for the first time in America's <laughs> team's history. Uh, the same team will be mentioned 
twice as we hang the joke into the rafters. Tulane now officially uh, expanding to, to four-lane university. That's good. That's good. Okay, so I have TCU here. Yeah. An omission from y'all. I figured we'd well, be all tripled up there. But, they, yeah. And in my list throughout the year, you might recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, put yeah. them there. But, I mean, like, now's the time. Yeah. I mean, they've sent. To be quite frank, nobody gives a sent fuck bad, about TCU. Bad, really? <laughs> Evidently, a lot of people <laughs> care about TCU. Duggan. I mean, hey, people, t- people TCU's are catching the, 14 points or whatever football. it is. 13 they points yeah. in the natty. That was an um, amazing game. Yeah, it was. It, I heard. Um, and um, low key bevel, yeah, low key. Yeah. It's in the conversation. They, you know, and the, I don't know if Jim, if this affects Jim, you know, making a decision on what he wants to do in the future. But now Jim Harbaugh is talking about maybe taking the Carolina job, maybe the Denver job, um, Indianapolis, Indianapolis as well. So yeah, like all of a sudden Jim Harbaugh is going to be coaching the NFL again. It seems pretty apparent that's going to happen because you know last off season. He interviewed uh, where where was it uh, at Minnesota? Yeah, and they didn't offer. Uh, and then he said, "I'm not yeah, not going to coach yeah. the NFL anymore." But th- this, I mean, if you look at Carolina, we've talked about it. Carolina, the teams in that division, Indy, you know, yeah, they're behind the eight ball a little bit because of some of the things they've done. Um, but Denver's the interesting one. Do you think a Jim Harbaugh would take a look at at Russell Wilson and what would that offense look like? Because Greg Roman, actually, who might get fired in Baltimore was his guy in San Francisco. Not that they could run the exact same mm-hmm. offense with uh, with Russ and everything. But anyways, TCU, America's did, team. Did you, by the way, I know you you had some television issues. Did you see the, the touchdown that was called back for Michigan? Have you seen the clips no. of that? Holy Toledo. I'll, I'll show you here at some point. Maybe we can pull it up. Pull it up, yeah. It, now, it was early in a game that saw 100 freaking points. So yeah, yeah. You can say that it didn't have but that much But they could have used effect. it. There you go. It was, it was incredible. So... You'll see it here. It's a 14 3 game. Yeah. Um, this is a sudden away. change. He catches it. Yep. And it's a clearly a touchdown. Yep. He bounces up from his little pop in the middle of the end zone. Now, what they're going to say is he was down right before the goal line, which is. I, I watched sure. it two dozen times and He's it doesn't look. Over the, so, what all. happens here? Uh, they get the ball at the two foot line and fumble. No. TCU recovers. Goes Goodness up, gracious. Goes Way up less 21. exciting on the phone. Goes up twenty one three, I believe. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Score app just didn't do it justice. But yeah, I no, can't that's wait a ba- to that's watch the call. best from that game play at the highest level. That's okay, well said. Well, who did the Cowboys play this weekend? Who did they or do they? Who did they play? The Cowboys. The they played Indians. the Titans on Thursday. They, they, oh, they played the, the Titans. That's why I had them in my America's teams. There you go, Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Asshole. Thanks for hitting it on the head. And I'm sorry, people who don't get the segment yet. Uh, I'm not saying I like the Cowboys. They're just one of America's teams right now for your boy. Uh, I have the Detroit Lions, man. The Detroit Lions this weekend with a chance to break this playoff drought. I know people want Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Oh, man. But it is, I have this insatiable desire to see good things happen to Dan Campbell and the Lions. Is this Chris or Chase saying that? This is Chris. I'm not necessarily going to bet the game, but four and a half looks kind of enticing. <laughs> oh, no, Chris. Okay. And what, there's, uh, there's zero chance those guys on the Lions don't know what happened in the Seattle game. Like they're going to know. Right? And, like, and that's the whole thing. And, and, yeah. and then it's going to be on Dan to sell them on. We'll talk about what he might say in a little bit. But I, I, uh, they're going to know what the hell is happening. Uh, I, I've got the, uh, the, the Ravens medical team for bringing back Poe. Mm. And we need them to bring back Lamar yeah. for the sake of, you know, having the Ravens in the fucking playoffs. Playoff. It, it's, they're such 
an unwatchable brand of football without Lamar Jackson. Get him back out on the field. He was supposedly limping around a little bit on the sideline. It's not a good sign. As opposed to Debo Samuel, uh, who's bouncing through the fucking tunnel with a with a big boom box. Well, Trent Williams, I think, had the boom box, but he looked pretty good walking through the tunnel. He looked ready to play. High ankle sprain and an MCL. Guy's superhuman. As the father of a daughter, I would like to commend the Baltimore Ravens and their medical staff for being uh, the first franchise to trot out a, a female trainer there. Yeah. So she's been there damn near 15 years. Really? I'll pull up a picture. You'll you'll recognize her. Yeah. I don't see gender. Really? Yeah. That's why I didn't see it. Hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a joke. Obviously, I see gender. <laughs> I want more female employees in the NFL. Megan McLaughlin. I want them on the field. I no, want them. Oh no, that's not, I'll find her. Anyways. You can keep going. I'll find her. Okay. This woman Last this woman one. is a saint. Last one. Uh the pigs. Might be a shitty trainer though. A lot of injured players for the <laughs> okay, no. well, I, I, I'm just, hey. Easy. They're one of America's teams. I mean the mascot got hurt. Their injuries are down this year. Okay. You're I'll right. have you know. Last year they had the fucking uh, injury report was the world tour. Remember they had like mm-hmm. a t-shirt. You could put all the injuries from last year like on like Cleveland a t-shirt. Yeah. I don't think she's yeah. a. Yeah, I don't, exactly. I don't think she's a trainer either. I think she's a doctor. That's like that riddle, you know. <laughs> okay. The surgeon is a woman. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot about that. That yeah. riddle. <laughs> hey, I got another riddle for you. Okay. Sure. As long as we're doing riddles. Yeah. Sure. My daughter has has lived in three years, mm-hmm. and she's one year old. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Take your time. Think about it a little bit. Well, 2023 affects that. It sure does. Well, it mm-hmm. depends on when you consider life beginning. You um, only have to be 12 months and a second to right. theoretically exist in three that's different right. years if you were born at the right time. So Let's move on. So have you answered it? Did you answer it, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. We're, we're good. All like right, 13 so they, months could cover three years. What is the question? Do you rate? comprehend that? So the answer, I'll answer the riddle. The answer to the riddle is that she was born in January 2021. Got it. She's one year old right now, but she's seen three calendar years. Calendars are so interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, you know, I'm a big resolution clean slate guy. Yeah. But in reality, the only thing that's fresh is the calendar, not me. Yeah, that's right. I'm the same old tired guy. Holy shit, I said this like five days ago. No, 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 I'm still a big resolution yeah, yeah, got it. Big resolution All right, well, it. here's America's team number five so we can get on with it. This is uh, the pigs of Pig Island. There's an island in the Bahamas mm. where these pigs, they live. They live like the most wonderful life. If I want to come back as anything being a pig like on Pig Island. Like influencers want to take pictures with you well, yeah, and like you and feed you. Chicks in bikinis rolling yeah. up all the time. They That's feed, what I meant by influencers. They just, they feed, the, they're like gluttonous because they got to give them food on a stick anytime they want these pigs to get close to people. There's big pigs. There was this like fucking 500 pounder that looked like he cleaned up for Hannibal Lecter. And then... There's a bunch of little pigs. There's babies. People are picking up the babies against their wills, of course. They're all oh, squealing. No. Um, but we got to roll up on the beach. We got to meet the pigs. Here's the kicker, though. These fucking pigs eat hot dogs. Oh, wow. Are you kidding me? All beef yeah. hot dogs? Yeah. Or I think they're probably all beef hot dogs. I hope. I was like, are you I hope they're all beef, but me? they're on a stick. I eat chicken and hot And I'm dogs. just wondering, like, do they know? But the the pigs, man, the, I, I love the pigs. The pigs, we had a magical afternoon. Our our our, our boat captain, uh, white bah- bah- Bahamian guy named you, you Gunther. Say white? Yeah, he's a white guy. Grew oh, up in the Bahamas. Gunther. Got the Bahamas accent. The whole thing. Did Name's you tell Gunther. him about me? No. Well, <laughs> it's been a weird segue. Also, then I got to talk about the podcast. Oh, well, I've you got. Know, a I friend. tell people when they ask me what I do for a living, not this. 
I've got a friend with got, the same yeah, name, got it, got one it, letter it. off. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's cool. Hey, do y'all recognize Dr. Leanne Curl here? Shout out to Dr. Curl. This is who I'm talking about. Dr. Curl. Of She's course. always on the she field with the didn't see her because I don't see gender, but yeah. now I know exactly who you're talking about. Hey, her you, name translates to not, not all the way standing biceps. What? Leanne. Le, Leanne Curl. Curl. Is her name Curl? Curl, Dr. Curl. Yes, okay. yeah. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Hey. The best moments in a sports fan's life are in football season. I'm not talking about September. I'm not talking about the first week in October. I'm not even talking about the second week in October. I'm talking about when it gets colder, the temperature drops, the games get bigger, the hits get harder, and you can curl up and watch some meaningful football. I like to do it with a Miller Lite from the fridge and a cold, frosty mug from the freezer. Frosty mug meet a cold beautiful can of miller light from my fridge that's teamwork we come together we can make a great play out there and the, and the best play to make on a sunday is a nice cold miller light and a frosty mug at home that's my favorite thing maybe a fire in the fireplace yeah now we're talking but miller light it's an original and it's more than that it's been a fan favorite since 1975 the best part no matter how your team plays Miller Lite is always a winner. The perfect beer for Sundays. I gave you the, the hot tip. Having that frosty mug is a lot like having home field advantage. I mean, like, it just makes everything better for your boy and your boy's friends who file in every Sunday to enjoy cold, ice-cold Miller Lite uh, at, at, at my house. I mean, we have a lot of people over, and I got to have the Miller Lite stocked up. A lot of light beer cuts back on the most crucial ingredient, flavor. Just 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12-ounce serving. Miller Lite, quick on its feet, heavy hitting on flavor. No wonder it's been MVP from day one. This football season, enjoy the sweet taste of victory with Miller Lite, the original light beer. Find it pretty much anywhere beer is sold. Go to MillerLite.com greenlight for delivery options near you. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Cash App. The easy way to send, spend, save, and invest with friends. Cash App helps you connect effortlessly with your finances and with your people. And that's money. I love going on a float with my buddies and my custom Cash App card. We head out to the James River, we pick up some drinks, we pick up some snacks along the way, somebody pays with their custom Cash App card, and we all share our cash tags and split the bill. That is what friends are for. Cash App provides us with an easy way to send and spend money, save and invest in stock and Bitcoin. Cash App, however, does not provide a dry pair of pants. You wanna remember that when you get off the river. Try the number one finance app in the App Store. Whether sending, spending, saving, investing, splitting, tipping, donating, or gifting, that's money, and that's Cash App. Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today to create your own cash tag. If you weren't online uh-huh. uh, this weekend, you might have missed this, but what a segue from the pigs of Pig Island. Ch- yes! Major Tutty? I love him! He's awesome! Yes! Who, who are these people on the internet that they're just so fucking... They're so cool and they're so fucking cynical that everything's stupid. Major Tutty's Major Tutty's not stupid. You're best stupid. mascot in the NFL. Probably. Whoa. Look at that. He's cool. Look at that He's thing, awesome. dude. Major He's an Tutty. Look at that thing, dude. Yeah. There's team history. Part of the only 
He looks like a throwback. Like you literally take the one of the only good portions in team history mm-hmm. and you pay homage to it. And Oops. it's a fucking pig. And he's cute. It's yeah. a cute pig. He's got the old uni color scheme going on. I like the name stripes. Major Tutty. People were like, oh, more like Major Titty. I'm like, grow the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> Bunch of Dan Snyders out there. He's cool. Why well, isn't he a commander? Shut the fuck Idiots. up and enjoy the best mascot in the NFL. Yep. Major oh, no. Tutty, look at him. Got charisma too. Oh, in one lifetime. Look at that. But he's gate. not gonna let that. Look at that's that. That's a gate. more awkward run out than you would imagine making when you run out between a group of people and. Oh no, space. you can no, trip. not when you a got a pressure. fucking mask on. You don't feel a goddamn thing in that mask. You can be space. whoever you want to be as an NFL mascot. It's got to be awesome, actually. Did you guys hear? I'm so about glad the you said Chief that. That was my next fan. note there. Chief Tutty is a. Yeah, what major, a, major Tutty. Major, yeah. You can't say Chief Tutty. Yeah. Did, wow. you, did you hear about we'll the Kansas that. City Chiefs? That? No, did you hear about the Kansas City Chief Superfan that uh, Commander in Chief that got arrested? Yes, we did. Chris? What? Which guy? No, the the Superfan guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bank yeah. robber. Yeah. yeah, we did yeah. a whole thing on it. Okay. What's your take? My take is I've seen the guy, and I always thought at and, games. And I followed, yeah, and I I followed him on. Or like he'd pop up on my social, and I'd always be like, "That guy is a little too aggressive." Like, yeah, there was always something off. And when it came out, I was like, "I feel like I already knew that." You know, yeah, should have said something. Yeah. Should have spoken up. Yeah, how do you feel now? He wow. gave me creep vibes. Well, no, but how do you feel now? Nobody got hurt, right? There's there's red dye the fiscal, on your hands. The no, but it's, fun, it's funny that his uh, his bank robberies coincided with the Chiefs away game. So mm-hmm. like, I mean, it just so everything about that. It's a Netflix story. It is yeah. a Netflix story. It's like 15 minutes long. Guy robs two banks. Then they arrest him. <laughs> he stands in the parking lot and he's like, James Cameron would make that a 10-part series. Yes. James Cameron would fucking, yeah. He might have been propositioning you as like Cameron. a getaway driver, maybe. He never met me. Here it yeah. is, guys. We got to blow the whistle. We got to blow the Hunger Games whistle for a couple teams in the AFC. We'll start in the AFC. First team, the Raiders. Actually, mathematically eliminated this weekend. Um... I think the big story in this game uh, is obviously Jared Stidham. Uh, Nobody thought this team was going to be able to hang. Uh, I had San Francisco teased a couple ways. Just needed them to win. Uh, Who would have thought the total would have gone over by so much? It was one of the highest scoring games of the weekend, if not the highest scoring game of the weekend. As Kyle alluded to, two backups, but one of them playing in his first start. He had not thrown for over like 75 yards in a game. He threw for like 150 the first half. And some of these touchdown balls that he threw were legitimately great throws. Devontae Adams is Jeez. he's otherworldly. One fifty three. The the touchdown. Two major tutties. You know, the the toe drags, the you know, the, the, the catching the football on that bomb late in the game where he has to come back to it. It's not even really a back shoulder throw. He just I mean it was that was an eighty twenty ball. Um and he makes the play on it. Of course, the review, you could say, might have been incomplete, but, you know, they didn't call it incomplete on the field. It was going to be hard to overturn that. Um, I thought Stidham looked great. I don't know what this means for him in the future, but for Josh McDaniels, it's it's exciting having a guy that you probably pulled for. You brought him there from New England, knows your your system, and, and look better than Derek see? Carr out there see? in a lot of ways. First, yeah. first Miller Lite mentioned yeah. viewing party, Derek Carr. Right. Watching exactly. that ball game with Derek Carr. Exactly. Could not, not have been a good building. time. No. Yeah, like, yeah, and what's up with that? I mean, I think it's really disrespect. I think it's 
First off, I think it's really disrespectful, and I heard Cowher talk about this as well. You spend 10 years on one team. He's the second-longest-tenured quarterback in the National Football League on one team behind Aaron Rodgers. And you take that into account when a team says, get the fuck out of the building and you're benched. You have one game left. The team he, said, but the team didn't tell him to leave, though, did they? Yeah, that's that's what I'm assuming. No, I'm Derek assuming said, Derek oh, was I'm like, benched, well, I don't want to be around. I think they probably had the conversation that I had with Chicago that was like, hey, it would be best if I went this way. And and they said to me, it would probably be best if you didn't come back to the building. But you were hurt. I was hurt. I was hurt. Question mark. They said, don't come back to the building? Yeah. It, wh- how? Your, why? Your presence? That happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, though? It's a distract. You're you're a tox- you're toxic. You're a distraction. Oh, they were telling you you were toxic. Yeah, like yeah. Britney Spears. I got I got toxic. I got you a little did. Britney Spears. But what I'm saying as it pertains to Derek Carr is, you have a guy there who has been through tremendous high or tremendous lows and some really good highs as a player, but never really as a team experience the ultimate highs. You you owe him the respect to let him play out his last year. Yeah, but then, then they might on. owe him the money, right? Gonna, and that, I mean, and that, well, isn't that the point if he gets he hurt, hurt? What is money? Yeah, yeah well, hurt, it's very own. real in the NFL. And especially in Vegas. Especially in Vegas where you're too, what is it, 40. You're too broke to, to cut your to, to fire your coach. Is it $40.4 million? Uh, I think it was like $40 million. Now, Kyle, I, listen. Uh, that could be why they told him to go home, because we don't want you tripping and falling on a wave. That, I mean, listen. Uh, that, 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 that might have something he, there. I disagree. I think that there was at least – I think that conversation is initiated usually by the player. I don't think they told him to leave. I think, you know, it is borderline disrespectful, if not for the contract situation, to, to bench him. Um, but it's also nice for Josh to get a look at Jared Stidham going into the offseason. You know, and, and, and there's something promising to see there. You could, you could trade the guy. You could keep him around. Um, he could develop into your – yeah, I don't think this is going to happen – and I I don't like doing this like hyping a guy up off one start, but you know maybe He'll be you think his fifth year next year. Uh, I think it's fourth or fifth. Yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. Auburn. But the bottom line is, I do believe, and I don't know how the conversation went down with Derek Carr. As somebody who's had to sit through a lot of very un- a few very uncomfortable years in my career, uh, injured, and at times it would have been better for me to just kind of pack it in and maybe leave the building. You know, it was kind of a formality when I got cut. Um, And I wasn't a quarterback, so there's not that distraction factor. But, like, leaving the building, what? I thought the next day it's one thing that the Bears told you to leave the building, which which surprises me. I owed them a couple doors. Oh, you were breaking things. Yeah, I had a rough day a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Just a couple doors. Just a couple doors off the, off the, you know, those meeting room doors. Yeah. They're, they're, They're flimsy. No, they can take a beating. Actually, yeah. well, so more Der- like more Derek like Carr club, did, but Derek Carr didn't beat up any doors from the locker room. Derek Carr didn't beat up any doors. Fuck out of here. Derek no. Carr didn't beat up any doors. My point is like just we stick, don't know that. You well, know, stick around and support your teammates and just finish the year. And I know that we've just gotten to a point in you know in the sports media world and um and just online and. And f- fans, that just like some things are actually sacred, but people don't make anything sacred anymore. It's like, yeah, but the player has a right to do, and players ha- players should have rights to do a lot of things that we never considered as sports fans um, to this point. But like, to me, some things are still cut and dry. 
You people support can, your team. People can make their own decisions, do what they want. Yeah, but, but I, you, I thought Derek Carr. I thought Derek Carr would have been like the last dude to say, nah, a, "Yeah, it's, it's kind of a bad look." Not standing. And I respect Derek Carr. And I, this is a blip on the radar screen in his legacy. I don't know Jets, Indy. I don't know. It kind of he goes on... to New York Jets, and the media situation gets even worse. The media already hounds Derek Carr. If he goes to New York Jets and has a fucking hiccup, they're what are you going to leave the building? Yeah, you leave the building. <laughs> no, that's how they're gonna. Yeah, yeah, I know. Derek, have you considered leaving the building? Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. Anyways, Stidham, Stidham was was good, man, and and Brock Purdy was real good too. I mean, like Ayuk and him have a real good connection. You saw it on. That last drive, man. Some of the off schedule stuff, like it's really nice having that dude. He, he, you know, in the beginning they didn't maximize him, but he's playing a big role. I think San Francisco was sleepwalking a little bit, and then now they've gotten the, the yep. comeback, comeback out of their system. Yep, they we got that other system. Joe, uh, the t- fine Nick Bosa, mm. uh, who was. I've been saying for a few weeks now, this is his DPOI race to lose. Is that the Colton Miller um, bull rush? The the bull rush that oh forces the pick. I mean, you know, it's not a sack, right? No, it's but it's a fucking a big pressure, and it's a turnover, um, and it sealed the game for them. Yep, yep, on the throw, yep, like, it's yep. all bad. Yep, and my only here's my only gripe with San Francisco. Well, it's a preemptive gripe. Don't trot CMC out there and run him into the ground this weekend. You know, I had this written in my notes, and then I saw that you know he has a mild ankle sprain. But they've yeah. been they've been riding him like a secretariat, oh, Kyle. Yeah. And um, wow. you know, it's time to give him a break going into the nay, playoffs. Nay, nay, they were riding yep. him like yeah, yeah, yeah. down there in yeah. Dallas. Yep. Oh wow. Twenty five touches Jeez. for Christian. Debbie needs a Debbie needs some maintenance. <laughs> oh, Kyle, Jesus. <laughs> I was turning him out. Well, you know, carnival rides get more maintenance than <laughs> Debbie did. There's a there's 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 there are safety regulations, right? The Arizona Cardinals run the ball more than Debbie got breaks. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, all right, good. Oh, (laughs) and a little knock knock for you, knock knock. Okay, Corey. We're off the rails. Corey, who? Corey Chase Long. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Corey would bet the Steelers late last night for a, a scooter. Good for you. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Okay, so then we got to blow the whistle for the Jets as well. Uh, and all I'll say about the Jets is this, man. Like, obviously, Brees Hall was a game changer for them. Losing him was an absolute game changer. But you can't, re- you can't – yeah, you can't rely that much in Mekhi Becton. You, you can't rely that much on one player. Um and you can't boil this season down to Zach Wilson is the boogeyman. You know, like Zach Wilson, we've talked about this. I think we've been pretty measured on it. We gave it to him pretty good when he was a, a dickhead after the game. I've also come to his defense at times. Um, and this is one of those situations where I'll say, hey, the Mike White thing was very cute. Um, and I, I, yeah, I want to like Mike White like everybody else. We all but had fun with it. We had fun, but they, they're not scoring more points with Mike White. You know, there was there were some illusions of the the offense functioning at a higher level, and and they were at times, but not. You know, it seems like in the red zone they just they stall, and they get on the other side of the field they just stall, and the points per game it's not going up without Zach Wilson. So whether it's Mike Lafleur or whether it's the talent around him, which I don't think it's a talent problem, I think it's a scheme and a quarterback problem. I don't think the answer's in the building, but I think Zach got too much shit. 
um, in relation to kind of the adulation that Mike White was getting because he's a lower draft pick and people like the underdog. Um, I I don't think he made them that much better in 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 retrospect looking at this run. Zach Wilson for Jarrett Stidham straight up. Who says no? Jets are. Uh, well, you'd have uh, to believe Zach Wilson is uh, is is. Well, the Jets are going to want to move him, regardless. I I don't know that for more. Uh, for more, I mean, you know, he's going to need draft picks on top of that. But but I I, I don't know that Zach Wilson is going to be the hottest commodity in 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 the uh, in in the market this offseason. Like, who's a Zach Wilson target? Hot, uh, slightly hotter commodity than Josh Rosen was, yeah. Or you think? Oh, hotter, hotter yeah. than that because of the arm talent, uh, and probably because of you know, and you know how these coaches are—they think Josh they Rosen. can fix anything. Um, that one. that factor, right? Like I can fix this guy. You know, they just couldn't fix him up there. I can get him straight. Maybe it's a place like Denver. You know, not they have the draft capital, but I don't know what. You know, maybe it's it's. Maybe hey, it's a place like Kansas City. Maybe it's Kansas City, dude. That's yeah. exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. Is going to to have the opportunity to play under Andy Reid and, yep. and be able to shadow a guy like Patrick Mahomes every day mm-hmm. and see what the top tier level of competition looks like on a day in day out basis. Here's the problem: you don't want Zach Wilson's spot starting for you week 18 or or in in the wild card round or week 10. Because he's not he's not a game manager. You know, a lot of times you 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 want that backup to be the guy that just keeps the chains moving, doesn't make any big mistakes. Zach Wilson's kind of got that fuck it gene in him. But I mean, that's what that's kind of the brand of the D, that's the DNA in Kansas City, right? Like I, he's not Chad Henney. Not the way they are he's now. Not Alex Smith, but yeah. nor is Patrick Mahomes. I mean, when Mahomes is in there, we're all hanging on the edge of our seats. Saying, I know. Oh my god! Oh my god! But yes. look, at, look at what they're doing now, though. Now, now they're all about efficiency and moving the ball yeah. and, and moving the chains and, and, and not taking these big, these big chances and everything. Like Patrick has scaled his, his game back. But, you know, it's semantics. Learn to harness it under we're, Patrick, we're talking about though. a total hypothetical. It, it, but I think Zach Wilson is an interesting prospect because he's not like a plug-and-play backup. He is talented. He does probably appeal to some like egotistical offensive coaches, kind of like Pallet for – Yeah, in the, in the MILFs. Uh, but I don't know where that's going to be. Yeah. Cardinals traded Gardner Minshew to the Jets. Cardinals traded Rosen for a second and a fifth mm. to Miami. Yeah, and he said, "Can I get a hot tub again?" Well, there there was also the the perception that at that point Josh Rosen like was just chosen over, <laughs> and that you know he had to be, yeah. you know maybe we give this guy a little bit more he time. Shown failure on the field. Yes. Well, he did. He did. But it Not was a extended, year. Yeah. It was a year, right? Zach yeah, Wilson, I, I feel like right. we've seen Kyler, this movie. Yeah. Anyways. It, the problem with Zach, he just looked like a deer in the headlights, that whatever that Thursday night Thursday night game. Oh, it was bad. Just not oh, composed. It was bad. It was I, 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 I kind of question Mike LaFleur, though, because, you know, you've got talent on the outside. I know you had some offensive line injuries. I know the run game's not great, and I know I'm listing a bunch of things that 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 work against the offense, but they haven't been able to put up points with with even with Mike White. And, you know, ultimately that falls on his shoulders too. You've got to be able – with the defense they had to finish the season the way they had, it's really um, – I'm trying to find the right adjective. It's disappointing. It's deflating because You're you had dread. all this hype. Jetsian. Yeah, it's Jetsian. If you're here in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, 
I have great news for you. Sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't turn that down. Don't pass that up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. You know, I'm not an athlete anymore per se. I did just join a softball league. Uh, but I'm a podcaster, and to podcasters, gut health is very important. My morning routine is very important. My breakfast is very important. Walking downstairs to the kitchen to the song Narco is very important to me. But nothing is more important than drinking AG1. I started taking AG1 because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. And I wanted to find a nutritional drink that could add to my daily routine to improve my gut health and energy. I just rip it open and it's over with. I don't have to mix a bunch of stuff. It's easy. I've been on it for six months and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy which is a good thing, it tastes really good. It kind of has a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. This is the best option for easy, optimal nutrition out there. You take one scoop of AG1 and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it, it's that simple. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com greenlight. Again, that is athleticgreens.com greenlight to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I wrote down here in my show notes, I uh, write show notes, uh, got year right the first time writing it. Uh, GLP 1223, that's nice. the date. And I got nice. 23 the first that's time. Good. Yeah, that's good. Usually it takes you a couple times. All right, 23, 21, uh, Patriots over Dolphins. Nicely done. Yeah, wow. thank you. That's, yeah, just, that's a number segue. That's professional. The, uh, this one, I, this was fun for me. It was, uh, it was good to see Teddy Bridgewater. He's been through so much to get back to where he is physically, and I know we've been through injuries, and to, to be in the position he was was cool, and then to see him go out. And then get hurt again. It was awful. Yeah. Um, and it's a, a finger, I think uh, it hand, is. A hand, I think, um, something like on, that. On the pick, I mean, Kyle Duggar is everywhere. They line him up in, in so many places, and I, and I was thinking about how that confuses not only quarterbacks and the receivers, but as an offensive lineman pre-snap, facing these multiple uh, yeah. defenses. And It's a luxury. He's and, a luxury. And having to count. Does he count in the, in the blitz count? Mm-hmm. Does he not? And you can do more. And you catch people in these situations where Teddy got caught, where you throw it up, and, oh, my God, there was two. Now there's three guys there. The ball's in his lap. Is he a linebacker? Is he a safety? He can add to the, in the run game. He, he can blow up. When we saw him blow up Ike Aquanu in preseason, one of the most violent safeties coming down uh, to set an edge. I mean, the, Kyle. The, in came the, Skywalker Thompson. Yeah. Love the name. Mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker Thompson. That's his full name making. So I thought what was interesting about the fumble earlier in the, that game that Peppers uh, that Peppers forced and Peppers was all over the field too early. Um, Belichick went to grab his red flag, 
and he was going to challenge rightfully mm-hmm. um, the, 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 the no fumble call in the field because clearly I think it was Jeff Wilson, the ball was dislodged, um, but they called it dead because of forward progress. Um, and Belichick says the officials told him it can't be challenged. But page seven of the replay case book was amended this year. Right. And this is really interesting. And this is something that could come up in the playoffs because as everybody knows, like when these new rules come in, uh, you know, coaches sometimes will miss them. I mean, Bill Belichick's the GOAT, and he just took the officials' word for it. But you could absolutely have challenged that that penalty or that uh, that fumble. And Gene Steratore um, confirmed that. Here's what what the rule is: if on-field officials rule forward progress, then replay can only review the position of the ball in relation to the line to gain or goal line, and can rule that there is a fumble with clear recovery if possession is lost prior to, and these are the words that were amended this year, or simultaneously with the defensive contact. So what that basically means is you can overturn a no call on a fumble that the, you know, the, the, the offense is saved by a, um, a situation where they say the forward progress is stopped if the fumble happens simultaneously with the contact. And that's what happened Sunday, and I thought it was really interesting that that rule could come up going forward but also that bill had to take the official's word at face value and they were fucking wrong mm-hmm. they just changed this rule so i thought this is kind of football nerdy stuff but it was really interesting that that the goat didn't tell the officials that they to get fucked and that they were wrong uh, in so many words but gene steratore uh said this specific instance is reviewable since the ball came loose following immediate contact and there was a clear recovery he believes that New England would have been uh, rewarded that. So it's just another, you know, there was bad call missing the fumble, bad by the officials to not give Bill, you know, the option to challenge the the play. So it's that was like very interesting. Knew. Yeah. So when you look at the Pats, uh, the Pats are in with a win against uh, the Pats are in with a win against the Bills. That's that's first and foremost. Um, but there's also a, a path for them if they lose this Sunday, if the Jets, uh, the Browns, and the Jags win, I believe. Um, the Dolphins, who we're about to talk about in a second, oh, man. get in with a win and a New England loss. Um, but Bridgewater broke his hand, so we just mentioned that. Is it going to be Skylar Thompson? Tua probably doesn't go. Which, you know, like this thing is getting sketchy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you worry about the guy's it's health. Sad. Yeah, it is sad because as much as we, we go back and forth with Dolphins fans and argue with them and whatever, you want to see the guy have an opportunity to play healthy football. Um, and he seems like a great kid. But this weekend, he probably doesn't play. So Dolphins have to win um, and get the the New England loss. Here's an interesting thing, and we haven't looked at the score. Monday Night Football just started. But if the Bengals beat the Bills and Up Kansas City win, the Bengals are great. Oh, um, who scored? I, I had the, who scored? How much time left in the in the game? Seven minutes to go, first you quarter. Okay, great. Give us these. So, anyways, I got the Bengals tonight. That's good. Okay, so so um, Ooh, the Bengals got to get those boys in single high. They got to run the ball. If they can get them in single high, they can they can carve them up. But the bottom line is, if the Bengals beat the Bills and Kansas City win Saturday, which which both things could happen, the Bills might have nothing to play for versus New England. Depending on how you look at it, they, they could they they're they're going to have to look at the the Bengals and the Ravens who are playing at the same time and say the, the Bengals got up big and there was no no chance of them stumbling right. in that hypothetical, they might pull their starters. This happened a couple years ago with the Bills. 
Uh, they played their starters for like half the game, week eight, week 17. Now it's week 18. And my bad if you just said this, but they are holding Ravens-Bengals 1 o'clock or 4 o'clock, depending on what happens in Monday night. Got it, got for it. competitive so, fairness. So so competitive fairness. They probably do it simultaneously, right? Yeah. So everybody yeah, yeah. plays. Yep. So, you know, long-winded here, but imagine, you know, you're the Bills and you don't have much to gain. Say, say you look at uh, Cincy getting up. Uh, way out ahead. Ah, but this is me as Joe fan with my coach brain. But if you're if you're the Bills, you got beat by the Dolphins once. You got to assume two is probably going to come back. I mean, knowing the way these things happen, they took you to the wire in your home stadium with uh, light snow. It wasn't like a fucking blizzard. They but performed like a cold weather team up there. It's a tough matchup for the Bills. However yeah. you slice it, I think. And do you want them in the playoffs? Is any part of you like, yeah, fuck, we got the fucking Patriots handled? Like, maybe in the second half, we we hey, we trot out some backups and give mm. us a little mini buy, and let these these Patriots in the playoffs and keep the Dolphins out of the playoffs. Because I, I got to tell you, if I'm the Bills, I'm a little bit afraid of the Dolphins. A minimal. Six fifty-two to go, first quarter. Bengals seven, Bills three. Oh, good, good. I got the yeah, I got a bunch of stuff. I won't bore you with it. Um, okay. So that that's interesting. And you know Bill has some shit saved up for this matchup, right? Because you know he's looking at the schedule on a macro level at the beginning of the season. And he's saying, it's going to come down to week 18. Wherever we want to go, we're not going to be good enough to be playing for nothing you know, at that juncture in the season. So you know he had to save something. I'll be really interested to see what their game plan looks like. So there's a lot to think about with, with, the, uh, with the Dolphins. Obviously, they play the Jets this weekend. I actually like the Jets there. Um, but say they win, they need the Patriots to lose. If you like the Bills and you like the Jets, then the Steelers have a shot. And I, I do think the Steelers have a shot. And I got to tell you, Chase Long was 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 intently watching this game on his phone last night. Um, I was down big on the Sunday, and I just decided to put it all on uh, on the Steelers and got it all back. Man, it was so thrilling. I was just in there alone <laughs> at midnight. Nobody watched the game with him. Watching on my phone. Um, Najee looked good. Najee looked really good. The Baltimore defense, though, now has given up, I think it's four game-winning touchdown drives this season. I mean, there was the Buffalo game. Buffalo had the ball 13 plays. They go for 69 yards. 23-20 is the way that game ate. They they ate the last four minutes with that drive. The Dolphins, they they struck quick. I think they got the ball with 228 to go. They didn't need all of it. They six plays, 68 yards. Go-ahead touchdown. The Jags go nine plays, 91 yards. And they kick, you go for two, and they, they win that game 28-27. And now Pittsburgh, six plays, 56 yards. And you know what my favorite part about that drive was? Mike Tomlin's just his patience. I mean, they never hurried up. You know, a lot of people are yeah. probably screaming, hey, hurry up, you got to do this. They made sure they, they got a first down. Then they hit a, a big chunk before the two-minute warning, and they say, okay, we're at midfield. We're good. Let's take the two-minute warning. We got plenty of time. They didn't have to speed up. Um, and I think this is a testament to the way Mike Tomlin coaches his team. They're just so, they're so cool, calm, and it's collected, right? Or is it? Yeah, it's collected. They maintain cool, their calm, gangster. collected. They they do, man. They they do in any situation they're in. You know, they were two and six or whatever to start this season. Mm-hmm. Now he's not only he, he he maintains this this 500 streak, which is a fun thing for everybody to talk about at the end of every, every season. Um, but they're also knocking at the doorstep of getting in the playoffs. And I actually happen to think they're a tough out. Um, yeah. and, 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 and I like what I see from Kenny Pickett. But again, 
it's just that the heart and soul of Mike Tomlin really bleeds through in the way this team plays, whether it was the stops they needed late. You know, they just got really – they were nails late in this game when they had to get punts back. Uh, but I love the way that drive – they kept all three timeouts. They didn't use any of them just in case at the 10-yard line if Najee doesn't catch that ball and they don't get it on fourth down, they're, they're going to they're gonna pin and, and catch a punt. I just love Mike Tomlin, man, and I think this is a good opportunity to give him his flowers. Let me know if you're parking in this garage. It seems like everybody in that locker room – can be himself too. Yeah. There are a lot of different personalities. Yeah. Like this George Pickens yep. is a big personality. Yep. He, he wants to be a, the number one wide receiver in the league, and yet he fits within this framework. Yes. Cam Hayward, yep. he's going to let you know about it. Almost had a hollow man situation. Terrible yeah. call. Well, he, he made contact with the official, which is, I think, what it might have been. I think the first lunge, everybody was like, thought they thought that was the flag. I think when he, he lunged off the pile, and, mm-hmm. you know, just to be fair. Yeah. He's a big dude. Um, That's a heavy hand. You wanna you wanna co-sign with that though? No, Mike I Tomlin do. I has, do. Has That's why everybody can be. We had Shazir so. on here, and he was yeah. like, "Hey, he found a way to manage Antonio. I think if Antonio Brown was still in in Pittsburgh, we'd be okay. You know, he at least the Band-Aid would still be on. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but um, yeah, I just I love Kenny Pickett, man. It's not like they're lighting the world on fire, and I'm I'm, I'm certainly not saying he's Joe Montana. But what I am saying is now they've stacked together a couple of these late game kind of heroics drives, you know, whether it was, uh, you know, the, the, the throws he made against Indy or last week against the Raiders. This guy's actually growing up and they got a nice young core with Fryermuth, with Pickens. I like when they Deontay, go Deontay Johnson. Yeah, got to love that. Love that. They used to do like, it for Heath. Yep. It's like a, it's a perfect transition. And I, I just feel good about where they are right now. Um, as a program, I don't know where they're going to go from in the future, but you know, Mike Tomlin saying Kenny fucking Pickett as he's walking off the field makes me think he really likes this kid mm-hmm. and he sees him as part of the, the future. And thirty gives him a different element in the run game. I forget what that kid's name Jaylen is. Jalen Warren. Yeah. And where they, did he go to school? Hmm. And they Boy, got wait. positive draft capital during the year by trading Claypool. Yeah. Yeah. Who has been yeah. taking a shit? And in he went Chicago. to Snow College, which I've never heard of. The line of the. the I have. The, Bronco Mendenhall went there. Oh, really? Snow College. Yeah. yeah. Chris Collinsworth, line of the night. Uh, somebody call an exorcist because Najee yeah, Harris yeah, is possessed. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And Al was like, oh. <laughs> you know, as uh, Najee Harris was great. He hurdled somebody in the box. And then the next play, he just he he moved Kenny Pickett into the gap mm-hmm. he needed to be. It was he was doing everything. Did so you, did you Al Mike? You might have just Al Mike. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Sorry, right. Mike. No, it's cool. Mike. Mike. Mike's one of the best in the game. Yes. Still remains one of the best in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, th- that's what they need to happen. And then week eighteen, what's the other stuff that's going on here around the AFC? The AFC South title game, basically. Yeah. Titans Jags. Yeah. Saturday be... night. It's gonna be good. Fucking Brable. I mean, Jags. I'm all Jags. Well, uh, what do you think the line is? You got Joshua Dobbs. He'll be the starter. I think the line is. Then Jacksonville. Five. That feels about You're close. right. You're close. I think it's six I think and it's a half more. right now. Uh, it was seven. Huh. Uh, you guys don't bet do, down do a little money bit. line. You don't just huh? bet the game. Like you can do that. You can bet. You can bet money line, but it's seven. That's going to be kind of risky if you want to bet the Jags. Hold and on. I think, yeah. hold on, little so Saturday. No way I can just say 
I think that the Jags win the game. Yeah, you can. You can. You you'll can. just get reduced you can, odds. But it's like... just if you're going to bet $100, that might be $270 if you lose. Okay. You know? Hey, speaking no. of uh, <laughs> speaking of betting Jacksonville, my friends, the Jacksonville Dolphins have covered. Yeah, yeah baby. 62-46. Cool. Oh, my God. I'm loving that free money State. you give out sometimes. How do you no – what's the – you can't give your – I, I I won't I won't tell you the the method to the madness, but I'll keep giving them out. It's Ken Palm yeah. related, isn't it? Um, it is computer related. It okay, is, yeah. got it. Not, uh, we not... appreciate the gift. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. I do um, I do think the Chargers will be watching that AFC uh, South championship game really closely because they will would much rather go to Tennessee. I think they probably would much rather go to Tennessee. Jacksonville looks really hot right now, dude. They're like Hansel. They're just really hot right now, mm. and you know that would be a great game, Jacksonville. The Chargers has already happened this year. I think the mm-hmm. Jag, the Jags put a boot in their ass, but uh, things have changed a little bit for both teams, and that would just be a great game. And I think Kansas City, as it stands right now, would have the winner of that game, Ooh. and that would be a fun one too because Kansas City they, they've matchups. all they've all had yeah. And the Chargers could be the five or the six. The five yeah. could be Baltimore, Cincinnati, or LA. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yep. So none of this shit's binding, but. Um, I, I think that the, the Buffalo and the league's taking a lot of shit for how they've scheduled shit. Uh, Jacksonville and Tennessee Saturday night. Uh, this is a tweet from Warren Sharp, and obviously some of this I think is probably a little bit um, sensationalist. I, I think some of it's just like getting mad at the league to get mm-hmm. mad at the league. No matter what, there's going to be some fucked up shit going on. You can't blame the league for wanting to keep their bread buttered with Aaron Rodgers in primetime on Sunday night, but Warren Sharp says, NFL could have put Detroit Green Bay on Saturday night and Jacksonville, Tennessee on Sunday night. Instead, Detroit Green Bay is a Sunday night after Seattle, L.A., which obviously is related to Detroit's chances of getting in because Seattle has to win for them to even have a chance yeah. to get in. Uh, so, Kyle, if you're if you're not familiar, Seattle has to win, and then Detroit has got to beat Green Bay. So they're going to be sitting there watching in the 4 p.m. The uh, I think it's a 4 p.m. Seattle yeah. and L.A. play. Yeah. The line in that game is like seven. It it's a big competitive disadvantage for Seattle. It's a competitive disadvantage for Seattle. A lot of people are complaining for – uh, for the quality of the game on Sunday night, I think Detroit's going to play hard no matter yeah, fucking their what. Their coach dude. is Dan Campbell. It doesn't yeah, the matter. Their coach is Dan Campbell, bro. But the precedent is bad that a team could could know the des- know their destiny beforehand, so that's not it's good. Just, it's just tough because if you're Detroit, you're kind of like, man, they're serving us up for Sunday di- Sunday night dinner, you know? It's like yep. it's just feeding us to Aaron Rodgers. That's what the league wants to happen. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle gets some calls What's a group of lions called? A pride. Might be playing for a little bit of pride. Well, they they, they need to get there. Have you guys been to Japan? Have I been to Japan? Yeah. No, not yeah, well, yet. In Japan, there's a delicacy called fugu. You know what that is? You might know what that is. From us? It's puffer fish. Us. Oh. Yeah, it's puffer fish. It's dinner, like the lions Sunday night, but it's toxic. It's highly toxic. It's probably it's the most toxic Watch out. fish. Yeah, I've heard in, about this. It, it, it's the most dangerous fish in the fish kingdom, if if not prepared correctly. So unless there's a fugu handler in Green Bay, that's what they need to they need to be the puffer fish, man. Even if they lose, I don't think Dan Campbell's gonna have a hard time convincing these guys Agreed. to fucking kill the Packers. A fugu man. handler yeah. would be an amazing assassin. He could just be like, Oh, I messed up. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry, my bad. Invite like some dignitary mm-hmm. to the yeah. Amari you don't even home. know. You don't even need all that. You can just touch somebody and kill them. But people ask, like, <laughs> no, seriously. You why, there's a little some there's some residue. It's toxic. You guys yeah, following yeah. me here? It's For sure. you know if you're Dan yes. Campbell, how do you appeal to your team? 
man, like, fuck, let's kill these guys, yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah. You throw a mouse into let's kill a snake's them. cage and, and the mouse turns around with a sword and it's like, let's get this mother. Does that happen? All, yeah. yeah, no, well, yeah. That's, that's kind of De Detroit could be, that could be, they could the be the mouse Sunday night. <coughs> I had some puffer fish before hey, I got Tom. Here. <laughs> so your whole face gets numb and shit. Dan Campbell should use that. Sounds a lot yeah, like yeah, cocaine, yeah. all of this. Now, if it were like Todd Bowles, not so sure. Yeah. But it's Dan Campbell. I'm going to send that in to Dan Campbell, man. If Seattle wins, fucking be the pufferfish Sunday night, man. Yep. You yep. know? Yep. We yeah. should send him some. Sans Handler. Send him a, a Japanese guy. Yeah, Fugu. Yeah. With, with dry ice. Hey, guys, no, there's, a, there's this fish. <laughs> I can hear him giving the speech now. Got this fish out here. Yeah. All right, well, so, so Warren Sharp continues to complain. Uh, not to mention Jackson, but he does complain a lot. He's a really good football mind. He knows the game. He watched the game. He's got a very informational feed, but 90% of it is complaining about football, about coaches and what they do and shit. People like the bitch. No, I know. It's all good. Uh, if Seattle wins, Detroit is eliminated, which helps Green Bay, and Green Bay win, eliminates Seattle. Not to mention Jacksonville is playing a more rested Tennessee on Sunday oh. versus Saturday softens the, the – I don't know what he's saying here um, – and then, and then the NFL also hurt Pittsburgh and Miami by putting Kansas City, Las Vegas on Saturday night. There's some validity to that. So, I don't know. Well, we got to fill the slots here. Yeah, I, I know. Mean, we, I got, know we got TV partners. Got to broadcast some games. So, let's talk about the NFC. The Bucks win. Oh, The Bucks champs. are in. Ugh. The Packers win. The Packers have a chance to be in. So, the two goats have a chance to get in the playoffs. The NFL. Chris, the Bucks, they started throwing it down the field. They were chucking that thing. Bro, That's all I got to do. Rico. I love to see. That ball comes out so fast on the intermediate stuff, too. He's so impressive. Mm. Like yeah, Too playing. fast for his tight end sometimes. Playing. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Here's the hero of the Bucks game, the punter. Yeah. Wow. What a play. What a it looked like rugby. I thought I was watching rugby. Athlete. A rugby game broke if out. If you're mm. Carolina, I just feel like the minute you see that ball come come out and 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 the snap go bad, you're like, okay, we we're gonna get the ball. We're in, the in this thing. Not just the fact that he caught it, he was able to evade people, punt the ball. This might be the most heroic thing I've ever seen a punter do. They're gonna give and him then, the medal of honor. Oh my god! And then the punt down inside the ten, and now there's a penalty and a re-kick. But I think the punt took 12, 14 seconds off the game clock. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it just completely fucks the Panthers. Like Five capes. Oh, five capes from for the From a certain angle, it looked like he bent it like Beckham. Speaking of the Bucks, again, I want to say this one more time. Hats off to Blaine Gabbert. That's fair play. Good good save. You mm. get a capes for that. Yeah. But I would, I, I would love to see, of course, everybody be okay. But a helicopter crash near me. And me be on a sea that's the easiest rescue in the world. Like, the Paw Patrol can pull that off. No what problem. If, okay. What if well, no, think about it. What if they're flames? I'm going in. We're in the water. We're in some Get a little fire on me. I'm going to what? Was it saltwater rescue? We're in some dangerous waters here, Chris. What about smoke? Are we? What about smoke? What about electricity? Smoke inhalation. Electricity. Good point, Kyle. We're good. We're good. Yeah, what about concussive blast? It's like sticking well, your finger in a in a. What about EMPs? In a plug. Is this a gasoline-powered sea -Doo? You ever thought about carbon emissions? Well, I'll just park it close to the helicopter, get out and swim. Unlike Jennifer Coolidge, she. she what about rebar? You swim. ever thought about rebar? You could end up just like stuck to some oh, rebar. Kyle was talking about season two of White Lotus. You seen it, and you brought up the. I saw the, the, You saw the dick. Well, maybe you didn't see season, season one. Season one, I saw. Who's dick in season one? There was a big old Steve Zahn's dick is in season one. Oh right, his nuts too. His nuts were yeah, like yeah, yeah, down yeah. there. Yeah. 
You guys know all the dick, the dick scenes. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I watched it and I looked at my wife and I was like, "That's fake." Well, wait till season two. <laughs> yeah, just you wait. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so Brady looked awesome, man. And Mike Evans Mike now Evans. another thousand yard year. He's just an absolute quiet goat. Hall of Famer. Yeah, just quiet goat. And um, I thought, I thought that that punt was just amazing, but yeah. um. Camarda is the guy's name. We might might as well say his name. And then shout out to Nelson with the close the closeout on the rush. That was a beautiful rush. Um, uh, Packers got the win. I'll do this one. Yeah. Do, okay. I got this one. Go ahead. This is the only one that I have a script. For. Go ahead. Okay. So it started uh, the oh, missed opportunities. Settle in. Wasted <laughs> opportunities for the Vikings. Yeah. Early third down for Aaron Rodgers goes incomplete off the fingertips. The Vikings had an opportunity, but the punt got blocked in the shadow of their own goalpost. This was kind of a microcosm of the whole game because it was one of those series where, uh, where um, one of those series of plays where it gives real confidence to a team, a supreme confidence <coughs> to an offense. You're playing at Lambeau. You block a punt. It's the beginning of the game. You have an opportunity to just snuff this thing score out. score there. Score some fucking points early. score there. You don't do that. The Vikings end up getting stuffed. They elect to take the Greg Joseph field goal in a massive blue balls moment. That's why I wrote in the time. Mm. Um, and then it got it led to the kick return from Kayshawn Nixon to the house. Restoke the fans. You immediately hear that song. I'm gonna bang on your drum all day. Mm. That song gives me no, PTSD. You know when the, the Vietnam vets they don't want Vietnam vets don't want to hear. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to hear that. Well, in every movie. Well, because yeah, yeah, in the movies, yeah, that comes on and there's there's a helicopter carrying USA. Yeah, which was actually an anti-American song. You got it, Kyle. So Kayshawn Nixon, banger and drum all day. Next big opportunity came on a fourth and one for Green Bay where Rodgers went play action. He got strip sack. Vikings got the ball back and shit the bed for three downs. They like to go out uh, for it on fourth down. They throw a pick over the middle. Darnell Savage went techno ball. Techno ball, actually. He was, like, running up and down the field. You know what I'm saying? All the way to the house. Shout out to Preston Smith, who had a massive block leading the charge, leading the, leading the, uh, the blocking. This was funny. This was really funny. And he got a knockdown. Okay, because he hit Kirk Cousins at the I want to say ten yard line <laughs> or twelve yard like line, and he went no, he went five yards into the end zone. <laughs> so I had it at fifty one feet that Kirk Cousins, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just it was peak Vikings, man. They were just getting the doors blown off them uh, on the road, and and just to cap it off, Kirk Cousins looks like you get thrown out of a moving vehicle. It was cool, man. Justin Jefferson slipped on a route. Nothing went well for him all day. Kirk Cousins sailed it. Into hit, Adrian a, Amos hit a referee hands. with a, a helmet accidentally in a rage. So they, they got the interception. Then they got the Aaron Jones explosive run. Led to a, a corner route touchdown by Robert Tanya. Now it's 24-3. And they're just, you know, yes. spitting and, you know, all spitting kind and of getting. Well, here's the problem, Kyle. You left the hero of the game out. No. Well, Kyle's only on page two. Well, we, yeah. don't, need, we don't need the second half. Okay. Okay. Nothing good happened in the second no, half. What no, I, no it does this? end after it oh, ends. Okay, gotcha. it so ends did my at, breakdown. That's it, good. We both ended at the half. Like 24-3. It's it fucking over. Cousins threw another pick. Good. I don't flutter. have to rewatch this game anymore. Thank you. 24-3. So, Missed opportunities in the first quarter. Rasul Douglas Huge. created that pick six, that six. Shout out to Rasul Douglas. Obviously, Jair Alexander's getting a lot of credit. I think they were bracketing a little bit. Like, so... And Uh-oh. For, for Justin. He's going to say something to you. What? Well, Jair. Jair doesn't like when you say stuff. I love stuff Jair. Like, like, like they're doing some bracketing. I'm, I'm not saying. worried about it. He's a great player. Nobody's He's taking anything hat. away from 
But if you let me finish, Justin Justin Jefferson has got to feel like that guy that goes sackless, and you know they slide to him all game, and you know somebody's like, ah, oh, that tackle really handled him. That used to be my least favorite word. He they handled him. What like what goes into that? Now obviously he got the better of Justin Jefferson, but I think some people negate some of the over the top help that that guys have. Justin Jefferson was fired up. And like I said, he uh, he accidentally hit a referee with a helmet. That was kind of fucking funny because he's a great guy. You know he wouldn't do that on purpose. He'd be the first to tell you he's sorry. Mm. Um, the, the hero of the game was DJ Slayton. DJ Slayton, one of these, they got a young core of these, uh, these interior D linemen. Lowry was down. Um, you know, like this kid stepped up. On the goal line, he made that stop, and that stop that you mentioned was was the stop of the game, right? Because you go up seven nothing on the road, that's a little bit different um, than than the way they were out the gate. DJ Slayton made that play on third down, forced him kick the field goal. He also tipped the football uh, on that pick. I want to say, or uh, he tipped the football on one of Kirk Cousins' picks on the Amos pick. Uh, I think it was the Amos pick. Yeah. So DJ Slayton played a great game. He did a lot of really good stuff. Shout out to the Packers core of their uh, interior line because they, they do a good job up front. And Kenny Clark's obviously a beast, but some of the other guys don't get a lot of credit. Uh, Joe Barry's done a better job. And they, they didn't even have Rashawn Gary. So I think this is interesting, Kyle. You know, the Vikings, they're out of number one, uh, number one contention, right? They had a, a small chance of being the, the best team in the NFC and hosting playoff games and shit. Um, and going up there, this could be the difference between being a one and a two, between having one and two playoff games at home, which is a huge difference. Oh, and they show up and they lay an egg I like this. I know you would. Well, I mean, it's a big difference. Yeah, uh, could mean going back to Dallas, man. So it this is a really fucked up situation a night at for the Vikings World. because you look at and a lot of Vikings fans are like, oh, why do people always yeah butt with us because of shit like this? Yeah. Because you've been blown out four times this year by good teams. The Cowboys, the Eagles, uh, well, you were getting blown out by the Colts. The Colts are up 31, 33 points. They're not a good team. And now you got these guys. Just get me my overwin total, and then uh, it's time to move on. Because they can't, they, 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 can't, they, can't, they can't stop the pass. They can't rush the passer. They got great rushers. They can't rush the passer. They can't stop explosive plays. I don't know, Kyle. I'm just Mason Crosby. I forgot to mention this. He had a successful doink at the end of the second quarter. He had a field goal that hit the crossbar and went in. The NFC East, right? The Eagles, the Cowboys. Interesting situation. Here's why it's so interesting, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, Chris. These teams could could either be one seeds or they could be five seeds. Mm-hmm. And they can play like one seeds or five seeds. And and well, more yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It would help to have Jalen Hurts back, and they will have Jalen Hurts back this weekend. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, they didn't play well. They didn't play well this weekend. We've seen a lot of victories from the Eagles and a lot of complete game wins, but there's been some quarters. There's been some halves of football games where the Eagles didn't look like the juggernaut that we all know them to be. Well, they abandoned the run game yesterday. You know, they just didn't run the football. Miles Sanders' usage was way down. Um, you try to get Gardner Minshew comfortable, you just come out there and just sling the ball. He gets Baldy put out a video. He got hit like four times in the first eight plays, just getting yeah. tattooed. That's not the way you want to come out of the gates against, you know, like a, a low-key, tough Saints team. And um, 
does it surprise me they lost the game? Not particularly. Uh, they've got to win now because you do not want to go to the five seed and go have to go down to Tampa again. You get a rematch. You could get a rematch of – you could get two NFC rematches in the playoffs, Tampa and Philly, and then there's also Green Bay could possibly have to go to C, uh, San Francisco. So Jeez, that would it'll, be. be a great game. Be a great game. <laughs> oh, That's likely. And That's likely. I'm watching these fucking games thinking I'm going to get Aaron in. I'm gonna get Tom in. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get you know San Francisco, Green Bay. That's gonna be great. The, the Eagles could have to go down there. Vikings, Giants was just a banger, three point banger. Absolutely. Speaking uh, of the Giants, do you think the Giants will try to play spoiler against the Eagles this weekend? No. So we they're gonna try to win the game, but it's gonna be with Terod Taylor and in company. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. We've talked about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. So I um, I just think it's interesting because. If you go through the the possibilities, the Eagles win, the the the, the Cowboys lose, uh, the things stay the same pretty much. Uh, the Eagles lose, the Cowboys win, then the Eagles are all of a sudden they felt like they had it under control for the entire season. Now they're they're having to go play Tom, mm-hmm. and 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 I not know. have to get a fucking you, you don't get a single home game, quite possibly the well, entire like playoff. The, yeah. if, the if road they, goes through the link. Two weeks ago, and now you might be on the road having to play like a wild card team. If they were at Tampa, I bet they'd be a 10-point favorite. Nah. Eight and a half, nine, ten. I got it at seven. In all these scenarios, you know, some of them take the, the Niners losing. Not going to happen. Cards. Yeah, they're playing yeah. the cards. So, yeah. um, and they put all three of the top NFC teams in the 425, so they got that handled. Mm-hmm. In San Francisco, it goes without saying, wants the two as opposed to the three. And as we wrap this up with the NFC and everything, like, I know – not to not to you know drive it into the ground here and make the point it's too obvious but Jalen Hurts if anybody's worried worried about is is it him is it the offense like yeah. they just look totally different and um you know there's an extra man you got to account for in the run game so he's not making that mistake that Minshew did to to seal the game and I got nothing against Minshew I really like Minshew but there's a difference between Minshew and Jalen Hurts yeah and well, uh in that left tackle yeah and Lane being out really hurts him in the run game. And, and the pass game, obviously, but in the run game as well. You just assume that he's taking care of that end man on a lot of scrimmage and a lot of their read stuff. And, you know, everybody talks about he hadn't given up a sack in a long time, but he's, he's legit in every facet of the game. So, anyways, the Eagles and the Cowboys situation to watch this weekend. What else do we have to worry about in the NFC, Matt Nackey? Hmm. Mostly just looking at that Sunday night game, Green Bay. I mean, we'll watch earlier to see if Seattle has a chance or if it's Detroit. Yeah. And then just the seeding, see who gets the two, who gets Green the Green Bay's going to roll. Green Bay's going to roll regardless of what happens earlier on in the day. Green Bay rolls. Not through. so fast, my friend. Green Bay's going to be just. I wonder what the temp's going to be in, 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 in Green Bay because that, that's something that we usually take into account when Jared Goff's playing on the road. Um, you want to do mentions? Let's do mentions. Get the fuck out of here. All right, Miller Late Mentions. Who you guys got for uh, best plane ride? I'll go Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh-huh. Sunday night. That's a that's a short flight. That's a big win. You're alive for the playoffs. Tomlin's streak. And we're talking about Steelers Ravens. Ravens haven't been around that that long. They were the Cleveland Browns once upon a time, but it's right. become one of the best rivalries in the Huge NFL. Huge rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of respect between Tomlin and Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. And a short flight, as you pointed out. They're also my best plane ride. Uh, my best plane ride, the 49ers. They still won in overtime. Robbie Gold got a little redemption a short one, shot. Yeah, yeah. Short flight. 
he's bu- he's definitely buying people uh he's buying people dinner and beer because he got a redemption shot. So Who, I'll give you a worse plane ride. Who's the, your worst plane ride? The Jets. Yes. <laughs> New Year's Eve in Seattle. So, you know, I like Seattle a lot, but New Year's Eve, uh and then a four-hour flight home at probably nine o'clock East Coast time. You know, getting back till after midnight—that sucks. Brutal. Season's over. Getting ready for exit meetings. This is the ickiest time of the year. Just high stress. Um, Dolphins. You lose a game. You got to go. You got to go back to Miami, the Greater Miami area. <laughs> yeah. Several hundred square miles. Yep. That's a tough scene. Yep. Lost five in a row. Yep. Worst plane ride, Kyle. What he said. Yeah. All right. Uh, Hollow Man. I'm going to go. There's so many options here. You could do Ron Rivera. Could we be eliminated? Um, could it be the Ohio State kicker? Uh, Ruggles. Could, it's it's Kayvon Thibodeau, though. Yes. All right. It's bad Let's luck. hear it. It's a bad luck. Well, first, I think the onus is on you to disprove the theory that he might have. I, I, I can't argue with bad luck. But that's, he didn't. That's all that's been said. But he didn't know. I disagree. I think there's a, a distinct. Uh, listen, I know he said he didn't know, but what it looked like is that, and I was talking to Matt about this, bro. The fucking uh, the trainer had to come. Like trainer was like, "Yo, get out of my way. This is awkward." It, well, like, it, it went was, on. It was very too awkward. Long. It was yes. awkward. And you can unblocked. see him First look off, at it. Biggest code break of the whole thing is you're unblocked. Okay, like <laughs> chill out, Holmes. <laughs> okay. But but then after well, and a, a snow angel, snow angel, there's not no snowing. precipitation. And then and then like his legs are hitting Nick Foles, so he's his legs are hitting someone. And I buy the, the first three four seconds he probably didn't know, but then there's a moment where he looks over, and a lot of people have pointed out that he looked over at Nick Foles, mm-hmm. and his his snow angel arm motion goes from on the ground hitting Nick Foles to off the ground to avoid Nick Foles, so <laughs> I, like. Yeah, bro, I'm not CSI yeah. New York here, um, but, you know, I feel like I'm getting my legs getting pissed on and people are telling me it's raining a little bit. It, it was a bad look. And if if he did know, and then after the fact, going to the sideline and doing the, you know, take a nap thing, which could have been the Steph Curry thing, I've seen that. Yeah, I'm just trying to give people the – because you know what? Here's what we got. And if you haven't noticed today, nobody said shit about this for a few reasons. Number one, when when – Sports media at this point, you know, we pick people that we see being the victims of, you know, some false narratives, some, you know, Todd McShay pushing the Jalen Carter narrative, the the whole, you know, Kayvon's got this character problem, he's not a hard worker, this, that, and the third. So then this, this person becomes slightly protected by the media because we don't want to do anything to give ammunition to the people that were um, under false pretenses or with or with bad motives attacking this kid i am not that person okay i have done nothing but but praise what he's done since he's gotten new york in the beginning i said it's going to be a long year he's got he's got to learn how to rush a little bit i think he's done that over the course of the year it's been a nice year he's had four sacks he's made some huge plays but at no turn in the road have we had to talk about his character so i'm not somebody that's anti Kayvon thibodeau does it does it hurt his case that I happen to know Nick Foles and I think the world of him? He's sitting there. It looks like he's having a fucking seizure, um, and you know Kayvon's on the ground doing this awkwardly long celebration. It looked like a fucking bush league move. It looked like a, bull, a bullshit move, and I I can't. That's what my eyes see 
looking at that. Now you can tell me and you, that you will always have plausible deniability because you just have to say, I didn't see, I didn't know. You can say what you want, but to me that looked like a little bit of hot garbage. And I also think it's a little bit, it's a little, it's a little trash that a lot of media members haven't said a word about it. And I think part of it is what I said earlier, protecting a guy that they think is under attack, but also, I think there's some hedging of the bets. I don't want to call this guy out because I might need a relationship with him over the next 10 years because we think he's going to be a star because he's had a really good couple weeks. Regardless of And I think what? that's the way some of the media operate. And I, I got to say, I, I'm a Kayvon fan, but if Kayvon heard this and he was like, hey, fuck Chris Long for saying that was trash, it's trash, bro. That was a trash move. Yeah. And logically, his like non-apology only makes sense if he did do it on purpose because imagine if you didn't do it on purpose you'd be like bro i'd be mortified i'd be terrified and i'll tell you i was in a situation like this when we played the texans matt shaw was a quarterback and uva great yep and i fucking sacked him down in houston and didn't see that his ankle got caught underneath and he had a high ankle sprain because i bent him i folded him over somebody and i ran away celebrating like away from the pile, like 20 yards, mm-hmm. and, and was celebrating. And people were like, yo, you were celebrating while the guy was on the ground, and like people were giving me shit about it. And I was like, I was mortified. And you know, I think I did say, I'm sure, yeah. he's a UVA guy at the very least, not that it wouldn't have matter if he was a tech he's guy. He's a guy, yeah. He was Logan uh, Wilson, or what? Thomas. Thomas. If he was Logan Thomas, I would have been. if he was Logan Wilson. If he was Logan Wilson, if he was Logan Ryan. It was Logan You know, if he was, if he was Logan from from X-Men, even if he's going to heal in a second, I'm going to feel bad about it. There was no contrition after the game. The point the, the hollow and man I, the, the yeah. hollow man for me is the O-line for the Colts. And that's and that's another element. I'm disappointed of it. in the Logan group. Roy. I'm disappointed <laughs> in the group because obviously you got two free runners at your quarterback. Now your quarterback's down. First off, if your quarterback's on the ground, if your running back's on the ground, if your receiver's on the ground and you're within 10 yards, you should be there with your your hand out picking them up off the ground. That's a golden rule number one for offensive line. Number two, if somebody's hitting your quarterback late or you know somebody's getting shown up, you're kind of obligated to, to get in there and, and do something physically. What would you have done if you saw Kayvon doing the on the ground? Spear him. Right, and just see what happens. I'd spear him, and that's the reality of things, man. Like, and I, and would none trust, of his... I would trust that three of my homies would be right behind me to pick off anybody else. And here's the deal, and no, it, like, listen, this is just kind of the way things are. There is a little bit of a code in the NFL, and you know, I, I there's a lot of shitbag stuff that goes on in the NFL. But at the end of the day, when dudes are on the ground and we're not sure, like, what's going on with them, imagine that this happened to a quarterback that people are more in love with. Yeah. Imagine this happened to yeah, we don't Lamar. Have to say Imagine this happened to to uh, you know I don't know Joe Burrow. Like people are freaking out. I mean, just imagine. You're telling me nobody's freaking out. Like a player that they have more of a connection with. The media is up in arms about this. So all I'm saying is, I saw a buddy get fucked up, and I saw a guy doing snow angels next to him. And even if I didn't know Nick, I'd probably be like, man, it's kind of bush league. It was total bush league. It was bush league. So I'm just gonna call it what I what, what how it is, and it's a hollow man to me. It's hollow man. I think now, I don't think Kayvon's a bad person. This was a bad thing, in my opinion. No, we've all done bad things. Yeah, and, and I and I've done things I'm not proud I've of on the football things, field. Things, particularly in football games. But yeah. it's now my job to break the game down, and I just thought that was kind of bush league. Yeah, who you got, Makes? 
Uh, the guy in the building who told Riverboat Ron during the week that <laughs> Week 18 still mattered yeah. to the commanders under any scenario. Because I'm sure he was told that. And and it and it stinks because Ron Rivera is awesome and it might look like the uh the rain in Washington. Yeah, he's awesome. I was in awe of his press conference. Yes, yes, he is he is some of all. Bebel Conway guys. Could have been the Rose Bowl, which I, I really, don't know how that uh, ended. And... I'm gonna go Rose Bowl because Utah went with the throwbacks and the rose on the Fuck helmet. Utah didn't cover in the teaser. Sorry, buddy. Beautiful helmet. I gotta go Jacksonville with though. Well, Packers Vikings, man. Um, I just have a lot of memories. Lambo's beautiful when it gets in that late. I have a lot of memories, slot. good and bad, from that stadium. And every time I see a real good game, and it wasn't even a good game at all, but the Packers playing well is good for football. It's good for America. It's good for football fans. Sound like you have a uh, Stockholm syndrome. I do. I do. I do. Right? No doubt about it. Aaron Rodgers could. Abduct He's not me. so bad. He could abduct me. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be okay. okay. So, uh, what about you? Oh. Niners fucking Raiders, man. I you know, mm. I love I love the Death Star there. I you know, I think it looks beautiful on TV, even for being indoor well. football. Shows well, two classic uniforms. And and it's the Bay Area. I don't care if you move them to Vegas. Yeah. I see uh, I see Oakland, that fucking baseball field where <laughs> you were afraid to hit the ground and skin your arm up because around the 40. And then I see candlestick. Like that's what I think about when I think about those two teams. Old school franchises that look great on t- on the field. I'll mention Baltimore Pittsburgh. I will go Rose Bowl. Gorgeous. Uh, and uh, a shout out to Tennessee and Clemson for doing the best possible Tennessee combo. Was in the Bahamas. They don't have college football. The home Tennessee's the yeah. the home for Tennessee and Clemson had the choice, but they went road orange, yeah. white orange. A lot of lot of orange. Tennessee. Good to rolled see. Them. Uh, good to see that uh, that uh, that 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 Dabo good to see Dabo lost. Yeah. 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 Yep. What we got? You sure, fly on the wall. Sure, is part of the plan though. Um, okay, fly on the <laughs> wall. Fly on the fucking wall, huh? Fly on the wall. Um, who's playing this weekend? That's that that. That's what I've written down here. The people who are playing this weekend. The schedule makers. Now I want to see like I want to see the fucking. Uh, I want to see the. That's the, a good answer by me. The oh, schedule yeah, makers. Good. The lions crowded around the TV mm-hmm. or not crowded around the TV. Lions getting reprimanded by Dan Campbell for looking at their phones, like just all those situations playing out. Who's watching the jumbotron? How, are they showing it at, at home games? Is Bill telling? Uh, did they playing in New England this weekend or in Buffalo? They're playing in Buffalo. And they're playing in Buffalo. Is Sean McDermott telling them not to put the fucking game on the jumbotron? But some coaches say that. Yeah, it's weird stuff. So uh, yeah, that's my 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 fly on the wall. Fly on the wall would be the editor in James Cameron's editing room who perhaps or didn't perhaps suggest trying to cut some scenes <laughs> from the movie. Yeah. I would have loved to have heard James, Avatar? James Cameron's response. Avatar? Yeah. Hadn't thought about Avatar all week till now. <laughs> some guy, some guy's like, hey, maybe we could cut that scene out where the kids are just bullying each other. <laughs> so so my viewing party is Mark Lewis, and I have no idea who that is. <laughs> Can somebody find out who Mark Lewis is? Were you going for Mark Davis by chance? No. Okay. Mark, uh, Lewis. Mark Lewis would have been fun. Yeah. Mark Davis would have was been he, fun. Was Mark Lewis a stab basketball coach? Here it is. Senator somebody Mark named Mark Lewis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Mark Lewis. He's a senator. He's fucking, look at him. He's filming the He's players, filming the players <laughs> during With the coin cattle. toss. He's just got his That's Mark fucking Kelly, phone though. out like... 
Why are we calling Mark Lewis Mark Kelly? I think, the ref, Mark I think the ref called him Mark Lewis, maybe. Oh, okay. Senator Mark Lewis. But also, Mark yeah, Kelly. Mark Kelly. He's just like, he looks like every astronaut. That's ever. funny. That's why I didn't know who he was, Mark Lewis. Yeah. He's, he's married to Gabby Giffords. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, Gabby's the one. She's the honorary coin tosser. So he's just Mark is his... just there being a fan. Yeah. She's, she's got the gift of Gab. Baby. Okay. Let's get this plane landed, guys. Give us a game ball. Game ball, it's going to be Tom Brady. No, 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 You no. did it. You did it. Game ball, Tom Brady. Okay. Game ball, Daniel Jones. It was Indy, and Indy might not be playing so hard at the moment, but DJ went 19 to 24. 91. Read that boy up. 91 on the ground. Read two that total boy touchdowns. Up. I think you I think you signed him before you signed Saquon. Listen, if, if, he didn't, if he didn't wear LL Bean out of the fucking draft and and look like he manages your money, people would be all over him as as like the, the next big thing in New York. He's he's exceeded expectations. He's improved almost every year. And it feels like as long as Brian Dable's there, if this is his floor. Oh. Like, he's a dual-threat fucking quarterback that's out there throwing the ball to Darius Slayton and three guys I've never heard of. Richie yeah. James. Yeah, I mean, it's he's doing a good job. Great that job. That guy's always open for some reason. Yeah, he is. I uh, always catch it. What do we got? Game Most ball. Patrick Mahomes, he beat Denver for the umpteenth time. Um, never lost to them. This weekend, Mahomes joined Drew Brees in rare company, throwing for 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns. It's his second time achieving this stat uh the other was in 2018 breeze did it in 11 and 12 game ball patrick Mahomes, and again making it happen with a bunch of guys that you know without yeah tyree kill yeah. and yeah. last mention stl memorial frank gore award oh i see stl memorial i can't give it to deshaun watson because lebron already uh lebron's watching how could he you know yeah. Did you see this? Yeah, he's Brown. playing Madden with Kirk Cousins and watching the Browns. A fucking weird, <laughs> weird fandom. Uh, LeBron, he was all excited because Deshaun's getting his rhythm back. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't have an STL Memorial. Uh, STL Memorial. Hmm. What Matt even LaFleur. is that? Okay. He does. He's underappreciated. Yeah. Okay. People talk about all these smart no, you're coaches. Right. I'm like, Matt LaFleur's the shit. You're man. right. Yeah. He, yeah, he's kind of cool, too. He yeah. seems cool. It, the hatred's built in when you're okay. the coach of the Packers. People DJ Moore, him. he's a really good receiver. Oh, yeah. He is really good. 117 yards, yeah. touchdown. Oh, yeah. Carolina won't be going to the playoffs, but he's a really good player. Oh, Sam Darnold while we're at it. There you go. Freakishly athletic. Guy, guy threw a pick or two, but he was he made some nice plays. He's he might have made himself a little money at the end of the day. I don't mean... He's going to be a fucking, you know, $100 million guy, but I do mean he's going to have a job. I don't know if it's going to be a starting job. People are going to talk about him all offseason. We're getting, yeah, big breath. That, Open competition. Yeah. I think that's everything, guys. That was fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. Hey, take care. Great job. Guys. Take care Cheers of your family. Yeah, you the talk I'm kidding. I'm going to fight you with my friend.